0: Hello Gems, it's time for another political rendezvous. Welcome to Tea Spilling Saturdays. If you are new here, welcome to our tea room. My name is Jules Jones and on Saturdays I go through the biggest political stories of the week. If you are interested in news and politics, I recommend you subscribe. I throw a tea party every Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I also encourage you to visit my website, JulesJonesLive.com, for updates. Today is September 2nd, 2023. This is our 43rd episode. And today's show is titled Assessing the Damage. My goodness, there has been plenty of that, has there not? Okay, so you're going to see a new, little, a new little treat on your screen. We do have closed captioning. I worked all day yesterday trying to implement this thing. <laughs> I had to rig it because Rumble doesn't offer it. And I've had a lot of people that have said, hey, can you please take care of that situation? You're not being inclusive. And they were absolutely right so I apologize it took a while to implement but you know what we got it done yesterday and it took a lot of being creative let's just put it that way you want to talk about thinking outside the box yes that's exactly what we did but we have it all right so so good job to IT guy for being so patient and continuing on and yeah, everything else. It's just one thing after another. It's really the funniest thing. You kind of learn as you go. And so not everything always goes according to plan. But hey, we're willing to try it anyway, just to see how it works. I want to also remind you I did confirm with Cash Patel. A lot of you have been asking about it because he was out of town when we thought we were going to get together on Handsome's birthday, August 26th. He was totally out of the country. So I talked to him this morning and we are confirmed for next Saturday, I'm happy to report. Next Saturday, Cash Patel will be here with me and if you have not gone ahead and pre-ordered his book, please do so. Just go to his page on Truth Social and you can go to his website. I'll drop some links into the chat for you a little bit later on so that you can go ahead and pre-order his book and get that whole thing going. It's supposed to be fabulous. From what I understand, it's an incredible book. The government was doing everything that they possibly could to make sure that he wasn't able to release it. And so that's how you know, right? But according to him, because we've had him on In the Litter Box before, what he was saying was, hey, you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not divulging any secrets, right, that not everybody knows about. I mean, these are things that people know about. They just don't want you talking about it, right? Right. Sound familiar? All right, so let's go ahead and dive right in. We've got a whole bunch of things that are happening right now. We do have a Twitter files that I will be talking about that basically pertains to what you've already learned. If you've been watching the show since the very beginning, you know that we do an absolute deep dive and do not miss a beat on those Twitter files because they are so important about how this government operates but unless you, you're completely oblivious to political news, and if you listen to this show, you're not, you're informed, you already know a lot about what is wrong in America right now. We have a corrupt, compromised resident in the Oval Office. We have a corrupt and politically weaponized Department of Justice and FBI. We have a two tier justice system at the federal and state level, which ignores major crimes by Democrats and acts to criminalize phone calls and TV viewing recommendations by Donald Trump. We have multiple. Soros funded district attorneys who simply refuse to enforce laws causing severe chaos and anarchy, our standing as a global leader has been critically weakened by a compromised administration. divisive political narratives are pitting Americans against each other. Our economy is in a recession, and our government lies about it. We're seeing an unprecedented levels of graft and extortion by politicians. We provide billions in aid to, cor- to corrupt foreign nation, and tell Americans and our hero veterans that they have to wait. Our Constitution is being torn to shreds. And perhaps worst of all, we have a uniparty club in Congress which consistently acts to preserve a corrupt system which makes them all inexplicably wealthy. Our country is under attack. It may not be an attack with bombs or missiles, but make no mistake, the fabric of our country very clearly is being torn apart by all of this. It's time to assess the damage, formulate a plan, and act to preserve our nation. And that is exactly what we're going to try to do today. We'll start with the new Twitter files, which shows just how corrupt the government can be. We'll talk about the damage being done, and then we'll try to determine who is needed to repair the damage and what types of things need to be done. So the monologue I just read to you was written by our very own Rob Playgrim Sr. I want to give a, a big shout out to my team, Patriot Penzi for the layout and the research, Fleet Admiral James and Proudly Deplorable, aka Rob Plegram Senior for their supporting articles and oversight. Those three did an incredible job of putting the show together today for all of us. So thank you so much for all of your work that you do on this show and everywhere else. You're you're just amazing. I have known (laughs) these people for a very long time. We have been in this fight ever since You know, two of us, at least, Um, we had Patriot Penzi and Fleet Admiral James, who were part of that hit list, the Mighty 200. So this goes back years and years, and we've been fighting ever since. And the thing about it is, I'm sorry, but this whole new Twitter 2.0 now x because they had to change the name they may as well just kept it as twitter because i'm not seeing any changes i know mother of pearl has been kicked off of twitter off of twitter now x whatever and so has patriot penzi i'm hearing these stories day after day The biggest mistake that I ever made was putting all of my eggs in one basket. I suggest you all diversify your social media platforms because guess what? They are not finished. They truly, truly are not finished. And it's election season. And so they are going to definitely start shadow banning you. They are going to start monitoring your accounts. You're seeing it over and over again. So yeah, redheaded eagle, she did. Mother of Pearl is having a bout over there with X right now. And I'm hoping that she is going to appeal her uh, her uh, her suspension. Same thing with Patriot Penzi. I know that she has appealed. But this is just another day in paradise with social media. And like I said, when do they really start clamping down? Election season. So it's happening to all of us, people that you know on a regular basis. You see exactly what's happening to Cat Turd. He is not quiet about it. (laughs) Every day on his page, you can go over there and you can see that he is having a fit over the whole thing. He can completely tell that he's being throttled. He's been blocked by Elon Musk, so he blocked him back. I mean, it's just like a whole debacle over there. But I learned a long time ago. I I got back on Twitter, not because I was invited back on or because they restored my account, but because I created a new one. So it's only a matter of time, in my opinion, that the same thing happens to me. I'm just kind of expecting it. All right. But it is political season. So what have I done? All right. TikTok. I am now uh, posting all of Trump truths on. I'm also doing it on, guess who? YouTube. YouTube. Because this is a fight, and when they kick me off, great. All right, so what? It's happened before. I'm not going to have my feelings hurt or heartbroken over it. I'm going to go ahead and throw everything I've got at the whole race while I'm in it, and then when I'm taken down or suppressed, then you know what? We'll address that at a different time. No big deal. But they're not going to stop me from saying what needs to be said and saying what needs to be heard. End of story. So... Make sure if you're not on Truth Social, if you have not gone ahead and joined Rumble, please do so. These are the platforms, Getter, Gab, all of those support free speech. And we need to make sure that we have got game, especially this time around. This is an extremely important election and we have got to be a part of it. I mean, look at what they're doing to President Trump. They're throwing everything they possibly can at him. So when we start going through these articles, which we are going to do right now, you are going to see how this whole operation plays out. So here's the thing. What we have now that we didn't have then is that we have got alternatives. For a long time, we didn't. We were on gaming platforms, right? We were trying to communicate with each other on Telegram and Signal it hit, we became archaic right like we were using everything that we could possibly find to communicate with each other after the obvious happened and that was kicking every single conservative off that had a voice or believed in America first or maga so just do yourself a favor now save yourself a lot of trouble later on and don't scramble like we all had to get your accounts made and get them everywhere start making sure that you're active on them so you can start building a following and you can start having a group that you communicate with so you can get all of the latest and greatest news that's my advice from somebody that has been in the dark for ages all right so This thread is by Texas Lindsay, and she's put this together. She's done a lot of work, just so everyone knows, up there in San Francisco at Twitter headquarters, and a lot of these things have been rediscovered, all right? So when you go back, you start learning more about what we've already covered. Very interesting tidbits here just so everybody knows. And so go ahead and get a sip of tea and we will be right back. If you have not subscribed to this channel, please make sure that you do so. All of your comments in the description box after a show, when you share this show, all of that stuff helps. If you haven't subscribed, it's free. Just subscribe, give a thumbs up. All activity helps grow the channel. And so I would appreciate it if you were to do that for us. That would be awesome because believe it or not, we work really hard to put this thing together for everyone and I know it's the weekend and we're just kicking back and being leisure but it would be great if you could help me out I would certainly appreciate it okay okie doke so Texas Lindsay she says here exclusive bombshell Newly uncovered Twitter files email reveals one of the CIA agents' feet on the New York Post's cover for signing the laptop letter was also in charge of policy enforcement at Twitter and appears to have kept their job a secret from Congress and the public up until now. Okay, spies who lie, right? Well, It's an interesting thing because you're starting to see more and more how involved this whole PSYOP is and that the CIA was very much at the helm. So she goes on to say when the New York Post featured the faces of the spies who lied on its cover back in March 2022, one agent named Nada Bacos immediately went covert and to hide her LinkedIn profile in hopes of hiding the fact that she worked at Twitter and set her Twitter account to private. Now, why would she do something like that? Hello, nada or nada or however you want to be addressed. Anyway, she's a nada in my in my book. So nada it is. All right. So spies who lie, the intelligence experts who falsely discredited the Hunter Biden laptop and still won't say sorry. So remember this particular page on the New York Post. So you've got all of this stuff. She's got her, her name right up in lights here. She put this together herself, Texas Lindsay, you know, headliner. Here it is. Who is Nada Bacos? Well, she's a former CIA agent known for her work targeting terrorists post 9-11, in which she worked under Obama, appointment former CIA deputy director Mike Morrell, the author of the now infamous letter signed by dozens of former IC officials calling the Biden laptop Russian disinformation. So you remember that, right? You remember that whole thing? The spies who lie, all of them got up there. You even had Joe Biden, who was campaigning based on that premise alone, saying, oh, no, 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 that's just completely false. That is not true. Well, we all know now, And we knew then that there absolutely was something to the whole Hunter Biden laptop. Boy, did we not know that it was going to be hot, hot, hot like it is. It really is. You want to talk about finding out things. You just take a look at that hard drive and some of the correspondence with foreign dignitaries. When you look at how they were selling this country out, it was very much a Operation Quid Pro Joe and his family were using to ma- basically make themselves rich. I mean, we're talking about, at the very least, $50 million is what they're talking about, at the minimum, and up. Selling out our country. Okay. So when the New York Post story, Spies Who Lie, dropped on Saturday, March nineteenth, 2022, Bacos didn't waste any time, despite it being the weekend. She emailed her fellow Intel colleagues at twitter that morning to alert them that her picture was featured on the cover of the new york post interesting isn't it so this is from nada is what we're going to refer to her as nada Bacos, senior policy at twitter to protective intelligence and three others the subject is new york post story here's the email hi all i wanted to make sure You're aware of the New York Post cover that I was featured on related to the October 2020 story about Hunter Biden's email when he was on the board of the Ukrainian gas company, Burisma, and a letter signed by hundreds of former IC officials. Twitter also banned the New York Post for the story at the time, given my policy role and currently doing enforcement across CHA. Dash o, I didn't want this to come as a surprise. I don't haven't publicly acknowledged working for Twitter and locked down my LinkedIn. My mentions are a mess, of course. If you have suggestions or anything I need to do, please let me know. I have no plans to respond or make a statement or acknowledge the piece. Nada. Nada. Okay, Nada, you're a zero in my book. But yes, this is going on. They start to panic because you have got a lot of people that are starting to discover who these these people really are. You know, because you've been listening to this show, how the government was corresponding with social media. They were defining and deciding what the narratives were going to be, and they were the end-all, be-all. Anybody that went against that narrative, anybody that was researching to the contrary of what they were pushing – right? You were silenced, you were blocked, you were suspended, you were deleted. Mm. All of us in fact. And that's why I started the show wanting to let you know there are other platforms where you can go and if you have not, start building them now. We need you more than you can possibly imagine. We're in this fight together and it's a big one. So then you have Representative Jim Jordan, he sent Miss Bacos multiple letters requesting answers regarding her involvement with signing the laptop letter drafted by Mike Morrell. Well, however, the most recent letter sent to Tobaccos in March 2023 showed she had not responded to the request of Congress. It seems to be a thing with the Democrats over there. They just ignore and they just don't respond. So here's the letter right here. You have this to Nada. Dear Ms. Bakos, the Committee on the Judiciary and Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence are conducting oversight of federal law enforcement and intelligent matters within our respective jurisdictions. The Judiciary Committee made a prior request to you for documents and information about the public statement you signed in October 2020 that falsely implied the New York Post reporting about Hunter Biden was the product of Russian disinformation, This request to include a request for a transcribed interview before the committee remains outstanding. These documents and your testimony are necessary to further our oversight. As we begin the 118th Congress, we write again to reiterate our outstanding request and ask that you immediately comply in full. All right, so everybody knows this letter was written March 1st, 2023. Mm, couple of months ago it's time to get on it so then he goes on you have been on notice for about our oversight request and are aware the request is outstanding for months at your convenience we have attached the letter from the Judiciary Committee dated April 6 2022 to date you have not complied with this request accordingly we reiterate our request and ask that you comply promptly and they say, please contact Judiciary Committee staff at, I'm going to go ahead and give you that number, so if you want to go ahead and ask them how they're doing with NADA, you can at your convenience, 202-225-6906, to schedule your interview and arrange for the production of the outstanding material. If you are represented by private counsel, please ask your attorney to respond promptly to the committee on your behalf. Thank you for your prompt attention to this matter. And you've got Jim Jordan, and you've got them all here. They're all talking about it. The Honorable, and they copied Gerald Nadler, Ranking Member Committee on the Judiciary. Jim Hines, you've got another Ranking Member here on the Select Committee on Intelligence. So they all know exactly what's going on, all right? And these letters are just proof. They're having to chase these people. They just plan on ignoring this, thinking that it will go away. Pretty sad, isn't it? So then you have another on April 6th, and it says, Miss Bacos. All right, April 6th, 2022. This is the one previously. On October 14th. The New York Post published a report detailing how Hunter Biden used the position and influence of his father, now president, I call him resident, Joe Biden for personal gain with the apparent awareness of resident Biden. This article raised doubts about resident Biden's earlier denial of ever speaking to his son about his international business dealings. The Post reported on an email in which the Ukrainian businessman urged Hunter Biden to use his influence to convey a message, signal, etc., to stop what we consider to be politically motivated actions. In another email, the same businessman thanked Hunter Biden for arranging a meeting with his father, calling it an honor and a pleasure The Post reported that these emails came from a laptop belonging to Hunter Biden that he had abandoned in a Delaware computer shop. On October 19, 2020, you signed a public statement attempting to discredit the contents of the New York Post reporting about Hunter Biden. This statement emphasized the national security credentials of you and the other signatories, implying that these assertions and conclusions in the statement were grounded in information unavailable to other Americans, referencing this unique experience you wrote. It is for all these reasons that we write to say that the arrival on the U.S. political scene of emails purportedly belonging to Vice President Biden's son, Hunter, they are much of it's related to his time serving on the board of Ukrainian gas company Burisma has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation now you remember this okay you were all there we saw it all being passed around here this person still has not been and testified they're just ignoring this request and that's okay that's now acceptable to the Republicans because, you know what? She could be held in contempt, so why isn't she? Why isn't she being subpoenaed and threatened with contempt? She should be there testifying. She is not. They're having to chase after each and every single one of these people because they don't think the the law applies to them, and they do not think that they will be held to the standards, the same standards that you or I would be. This is where we are as a country, and it is frightening. So she goes on to say it remains unclear when Bacco started working for Twitter or when she parted ways with the company, assuming she left since she doesn't show an ex-employee affiliation badge. Requests sent to X ex- to confirm her employment dates were not answered in time for publication. So although Ms. Bacos now has her account set to private, archives show a critical view of Trump versus very positive view of Biden Democrats, which raises an eth- ethical questions of whether actions regarding the laptop or moderating content at Twitter were politically motivated. So here you go. As a CIA officer, if I had a colleague talking like Trump, is about Putin, I would think he was turned. This is Nada Bakos. Nice, huh? Nice little Twitter badge there, too. This is before the days of where you had to pay for them. (laughs) Nada Bakos. Ooh, and look, she's even got her spy gear on emoji. Collusion issue aside, Russia is interested in effing with our democracy to destabilize, yet the president dismisses it. As she's responding to Mark Mazzetti, who says Trump told Russians that firing nut job Comey eased pressure from investigation. They don't hold back, do they? You can see right through them. Here you are, Nada Bacos on Twitter, Stacey Abrams. A little heart here, because like I say, this is a cartel and it has been run this way. It takes an army, and they have certainly built it, haven't they? So you've got Joe Biden Biden, and Nada Bacos. She retweeted this. And this is Joe Biden. The truth of the matter is Donald Trump inherited a growing economy from President Obama and me. And just like everything else he inherited in his life, he squandered it. And here he is with this little, you know, had I not gotten elected, Donald Trump. They're trying to credit Obama-Biden. Well- most people lived through Obama years and know now for certain that it was probably one of the most divisive times in American history. This guy was quite a plant, and he was put there on purpose. They wanted to fast track this country so that it is taken over by these global, you know, nut jobs basically i don't know what else to call them but they're not normal and you've got a new world order that they have been denying the very existence of forever so sure you got all this stuff happening here and not is one of them so we can at least identify the players and know what their roles were and why they were put in the positions that they were in right So interestingly, in June 2017, Bacos wrote an an op-ed where she offered a critical view of Trump's tweets. Now, knowing Bacos had a powerful role on policy content moderation at Twitter makes this article more relevant, knowing he was eventually suspended, as were all of us. So here's the article. This is what foreign spies see when they read President Trump's tweets. Now this is not a bacos and they talk about the fact that she was a CIA analyst and targeting officer and that she is an author of the forthcoming book The Targeter, My Life in the CIA. They recruited the best. So here it is, just a sample of it and what President Trump has tweeted here and she's got an eye behind it's really kind of creepy isn't it this but this is what this is what they do they spy the spies that lie and so they're taking apart every single one of his tweets every single one to make sure that they continue to perpetrate a lie that president trump was russia 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 not not biden well it turns out it was biden it's biden in china it's biden in ukraine it's biden all over the place wherever biden would be able to bring in money he went he and hunter that was their game still is it's worth noting that bacos and the former cia boss mike Morrell is a columnist for the washington compost imagine that However, after a flurry of articles criticizing Trump's administration through 2020, strangely, it appears he hasn't written an op-ed since October 2020. Well, here's Mike Morrell, and he's the contributing columnist covering intelligence and national security. Now, if I were the left, okay, if I were the left, and I knew that all of these people— were playing a part in the news that I read, right, because they were the first one to go and grab a Washington Compost article and say, see, see, orange man bad. I would be a little quieter right about now uh, because it's all being exposed. They put these people in these positions to sell you a story. And if you fell for it, I'm sorry for you. But that's exactly what happened. You were lied to. They they absolutely, completely gaslit you into believing their propaganda. These are not your normal people. They had a game board in which they were playing and they wanted to weaken President Trump to the best of their ability. And just like they're doing now, it is no different. It's just a new operation to make sure that they inundate him with things that really don't mean anything. Russia, Russia, Russia. You remember all of that? And all the the trials and all the hearings, the two impeachments and everything else, they tried to hinder him at every single turn. In fact, who were they hindering? Our progress as a country, our nation, we the people, we're the ones that are suffering the brunt of all of this. They weakened us in the eyes around the world. They did everything that they could to discredit a duly elected president. This is big stuff. So you have, of course, another headline here, latest from Michael Morell, He says, this is an opinion piece, Trump's intel chief is undermining U.S. intelligence. He should resign. John Ratcliffe has engaged in the most egregious politicization of intelligence we've ever seen. This article is dated October 12th, 2020. These are the kind of things, opinions, here we go again. Here's how a normal administration would have handled the Russian bounty intel. We define normal as what would have occurred in the six administrations that one or both of us worked within. So this is how they put on the PSYOP. Right. They used headlines. This is how they also use the FISA courts. Right. By writing articles, they would they would grab these articles. They would present them to a FISA judge and then they would be signed off on as absolutely the truth. The fact, yes, we've got to investigate immediately. We get to spy on him. We get to sit, lie and wait until he says something that we can misconstrue and impeach him and go after him, and then keep him busy with all this other stuff. They're doing the exact same thing now while he's running for office. Look how many lawsuits they have going on in all these key states where they know that if they were to get a jury trial, that he will be found guilty. Why? Because these areas are absolutely anti-Trump. It's been proven over and over again. Do I think that President Trump is going to spend a day in jail? I really do not know. I don't put anything past these people. I'm going to tell you honestly, if they can have it their way, that's exactly what they're shooting for. But do I think he's guilty? Do I think that he's going to be found after this election and when they have nothing else to lose, so to speak? Do I think that the truth will come out? Certainly. They'll just drop everything and think that you've forgotten about it and move on with business as usual. Their business as usual, which is selling out our country. And that is why we have got to all band together and work harder than we ever have before. People are waking up. Now, while there are really bad things on social media, just so everybody knows, there have, there's been an absolute enlightening period of it, too. There are people that are starting to know that this is all fake news, that this is a psyop, this is an operation, and that they need to find other sources. They know the truth. They are waking up, they know the division, they know how they operate, and guess what? They're changing it. We're changing it. Even if that means we have to get out there on other platforms, build a a parallel economy, parallel banks, everything in order to survive as humans on this planet, in this country. Because we have turned into a complete and total banana republic like nothing we've ever seen. So then you've got this one. News of Baco's job at Twitter leads to more questions. Did she play a role in Twitter's decision censor, the New York Post story? What led to get to her getting a job moderating policy and content at Twitter? And why did she hide her job or role at Twitter from the public? Hmm. All really good questions. Well, I think we can all conclude the answers. It's pretty obvious. The actions of these former CIA agents also lead inquiring minds to ask the unthinkable. Did these former CIA agents plot their own stateside coup? Both Bacos and Morrell were both very vocal publicly about their disdain for the former president. They both disliked him completely. They... They absolutely did not like him because he wasn't a part of them. This is exactly what this is about. They both disliked his policies, both foreign and domestic, his tweets and his public criticism of their agency. Neither Bacos or Morrell have shown any sign of remorse for their unethical actions of rushing a letter through the CIA to be able to falsely discredit the infamous laptop, which led to a favorable outcome for Biden. And many argue it like... It likely had a significant impact on the outcome of the election. Of course it did. Absolutely it did. If Americans knew what we know now, you would all say, my goodness sakes, I would have made sure that my friend, my neighbor, my family member, whoever, knew that this was actually happening. Of course. And you may have been able to change their decision in how they voted. The American people deserve answers. And the unchecked powers of the Intelligence Committee need some oversight when it comes to their influence on moderating the speech of the American people on social media. They don't want you to believe anything other than what they have to say. And they are absolutely putting the pressure on to make sure that they are able to wring all of this back in. They do not like the fact that they are being booed. They do not like the fact that the public is on to them. They do not like the fact that now these conversations are being held right in the open. They do not like that we are all of a sudden going towards unity, that we recognize that the true enemy here is the government itself. It's not each other. It has nothing to do with your neighbor, your family member, or anybody else. They are just victims of this fraud. That is exactly what this is. And it is a very manipulating, very well thought out situation that they have been able to get away with and are working extremely hard to make sure that they are able to do it again in this upcoming election. But they're scared. Do not think for one second they are not totally terrified of what you know and how you're going to vote and how you are going to respond. Hence the reason why January 6th happened, because they know that you knew. That's why. Can't get away with it anymore. So people trained to overthrow foreign governments have no place meddling, influencing or putting their thumb on the scales to sway outcomes on of our elections at home. Accountability and answers are needed. And you can read more about this with Texas Lindsay. She has a sub stack. And you can go to her page, the exclusive bombshell, email uncovered in the Twitter files, exposed CIA agent role. And that is the story that I just read to you. And it is so true. She made, of course, they've all been talking about this. The fact that you had all of these people in government that were working in social media, like whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter, whether it be YouTube or Google or any of the others. They have been spying on you. They have been calling you domestic terrorists. They've been looking at your DMs. They've been watching the way you operate. They've been monitoring the conversation, right? Because the conversation hasn't been going in their favor for quite some time. President Trump absolutely, without a doubt, won in an incredible landslide the last time around. They stole it. They know that you know it. And even though they have been part of the fabric that it sits there and goes, oh, no, elections were stolen from us. Did that ever happen to them when they were talking about stolen elections? No, it only happened with President Trump. All of a sudden, you couldn't speak those words. You couldn't say anything like it. But these government, these government operatives, and let's call them what out for what they are, they're operatives. They have a certain task and a certain role to fulfill and that is what they do when they're there they are placed there for that reason and it is accepted as regular practice government's gotten way too big and way too powerful if you ask me we cannot operate this way as a society with the way things are going not not in the land of the free and the home of the brave you're not even going to recognize any of this stuff So you've got, of course, this is out. This is new. I'm going to just kind of sidebar over here to this because Nancy Piglosi is talking up a storm, certainly. Uh, Can we all just remember what Nancy Piglosi, Piglosi, as I like to call her, we'll only call her that, tweeted when protesters swarmed the Capitol building and interrupted the hearings for Judge Kavanaugh. She and Dee Slees only approved of her type of protesters so here she is this was 11 13 2018 is when this was and it was 1102 she says we welcome the presence of these activists and we strongly urge the capitol police to allow them to continue to organize and participate in our democracy right so this is who piclosi is she is just about as bad as you can be and then she gets on to fox well she she was actually on a different show she was on msnbc but fox is reporting this Peglosi says that many trump supporters don't value human dignity for everyone Peglosi also called trump's presence a cancerous situation in america Uh uh-huh i kid you not the very people that put this whole operation together, were very much a part of it, who have destroyed people's lives and everything else, has the audacity. And MSNBC just sits there and doesn't call them out after everything that you, that you I, and the world knows. is just an absolute slap in the face. In my opinion, that is what it is. They truly think that we are that dumb. And we are not. We are, we are very much onto them. But they're going to continue to lie. So here's Piglosi. I hate to do it to you, but if I had to do it, you're gonna have to do it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize in advance. But here she is in her stumbled state. Check it out. How do you feel about the push? Wait, let me get. Many of them. Speaker is certainly sort <clears throat> of idea of impeachment proceedings uh, against, you know, President Biden because of unfounded allegations that he was involved with his son, Hunter's businesses. Uh, and as just, you well know, as you were very cautious about starting impeachment proceedings for the very reason that once you start in a special committee or the Judiciary Committee, it's very hard to stop that process. Well, let's,
1: with all due respect to your question, this is frivolous. This is a diversionary tactic.
0: now the only diversionary tactic is picklosi herself and her coup that she put up against president trump so she actually gets up there and 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 she talks about the fact that trump's supporters don't value human dignity for everyone okay now this is the very same woman who ripped up the president of the united states his speech when he was addressing the entire world the state of the union address this woman has got more irons in the fire you know that she has something to do with january 6 she knew exactly what was going on you've seen a lot of the clips you know that she was alerted of all of this stuff prior they were organizing their response to all of this they knew that president trump if since they stole the election from him most likely would want to run again they wanted to scare him and scare his supporters from ever being able to speak out against this regime they thought they had taken care of the taken care of the problem they have not taken care of the problem they're only making things worse but i think that's also by design they want you upset they want you to have another January 6th we're gonna we're gonna fight the right way we are not violent people that is not at all what January 6th were was about we know exactly what this game is but they are very concerned about you and how you are going to respond because we know what they did the, the secret's out and just the mere fact that they're making rounds and then turning it back on Trump supporters. Hey, look, we're Americans. <laughs> we are we are citizens of this country. We are entitled to having our own making up our own mind. These are inherent values, our god-given rights, okay? And they're doing everything that they can to make you feel like mmm your opinion isn't isn't valid that you need to keep all of this stuff in that you cannot say anything me kicking you off of town squares like x or twitter or youtube or what have you they think that that's going to do the trick you will learn your lesson but if you decide to protest oh no look at january sixth. that's going to happen to you so it's not working that's the thing it's not working and that's why they're trying to reel in social media even more so you've got americans who are getting wise to joe biden's corruption despite his media gatekeepers our news media in this country i'm telling you it rivals third world it absolutely does it's pravda that is all it is and fortunately we've got a lot of really great reporters that are out there doing the work of real journalists okay for now at least the problem is in other countries and you see it in Europe and all these other places where those independent reporters are afraid to even do that anymore because you've got examples of what they've done to other people that have discovered how crooked they are. Look at Julian Assange. OK, this is this are their tactics. You go against the government and that's why they've been able to build this army. Then your life is in jeopardy. Well, that's not going to happen. We're going to continue on and forward to make sure that we mock them, that we boo them in public places, that we tell them when it's time to retire. Looking at you, McConnell. Looking at you, M- Piglosi. Looking at you, Feinstein. No, this is not a retirement home. This is not a country club that you're able to just you know, sit up there and do nothing and just collect your earnings. No, it's not how this is going to work. We need an operating government that is going to benefit we the people, So almost half the country thinks that Joe Biden is corrupt, according to a new YouGov poll. Of course they do. While most Democrats, you know, being ostriches, even 52 percent of independents don't believe the honest Joe malarkey about the poorest man in Congress anymore. Among Americans who voted for Joe Biden in the 2020 election, a full 13 percent have been red pilled. They have eyes and common sense and somehow the avalanche of incriminating evidence spewing forth from House Oversight Committee has managed to bypass the gatekeepers of the media and slowly permeate the public consciousness. Once people with eyes and common sense see the evidence about the influence peddling racket operated by Joe's son Hunter and brother Jim to make millions of dollars from shady characters in China Ukraine, Russia, Romania, etc. While Joe was vice president, it is impossible not to grasp the corrupt nature of that business and Joe, Joe's role in it. I, I seriously, I mean, I still have conversations with liberals. And you know what they do now? Because, well, I mean, you know where I live, so that's why. But what they do now is they just, they, they just think everybody's just too old. Okay, so that we can talk about. So I'm making sure that I start with, yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, hey, we've got it on our end, too. I mean, conservative realm, whether, you've, whether you're a conservative or a Democrat, you cannot. And that's what leads us into the conversation of the establishment, the uniparty. And that's where I am trying to basically be able to open up the conversation about what needs to happen in this country. It's a great opener. I mean, seriously, it's not going to totally work because we're talking about people that have been totally brainwashed by the media. So it's not totally going to work, but it it's starting to to at least have the conversation. They're not just throwing up the wall and saying orange man bad, orange man bad. They're starting to talk about Joe Biden. They're starting to talk about Hunter Biden even though you may get a little bit of pushback, he's not in, in, you know, he's not working for the government. Oh, yes, he is. He was selling access. And that's all you have to tell him. That's all you have to remind them. He was selling access. Are you okay with that? I mean, granted, the guy is not the smartest tool in the shed. He's pickled most of his life. He doesn't know where he is half the time. However, I mean, you don't see that hunter biden was working hand in hand with joe biden for the benefit of the biden family and his brother and the grandchildren and everybody else i mean okay we all have we all know people who have dysfunctional families this goes beyond the pale this isn't even normal so anyway The signals that were sent to friends and enemies by a corrupt oligarch's association with the second most powerful man in the world were worth millions of dollars. That's influence peddling. You don't need a bank statement with Joe's name on it or a secret recording of the big guy shaking down some Ukrainian oligarch to know what is going on. You really do not. You see it. It's evidence every single day. You can just watch The Godfather. The reason the president still gets away with the innocent act of half the country is because of the gaslighting from the complicit media. And that's the truth. Fed by anonymous intelligence sources and the Atlantic Council types who have covered up for Joe for years, that is truly their job, especially when it came to his most vulnerable quid pro quo in Ukraine. Now understand, you don't see politicians getting together saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to donate my salary to Ukraine because it is so important to me as an American citizen. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, I'm going to ask for everybody in government to give their salary to Ukraine, and we're just going to go ahead and fund this operation. These people in our government are worth millions and millions of dollars. You don't see any of them coming up with that proposal because it's so important to them. No, they want to use your money, right? Your hard-earned money while you are working yourself to the absolute bone, right? Day in and day out. They want to use your taxpayer money. They're taxing you to death so they can send it over there so we can get back into their pockets. They're certainly not going to part with any of their precious funds. I can assure you of that. And people know this. People see how they're living. They see See, They see, you know, all of these different characters. Joe Biden. All this has been recovered. They know. They know exactly what happens. When you get into government, guess what? You are completely golden for the rest of your life. You will have all kinds of lobbyists that are pushing you for one thing or another. All these different corrupt donors. Everything else. They're going to have it their way. Because that's how it plays. That's why term limits are really so important and i think now is a great time believe it i really do to have that conversation because that is the one thing that i can really agree with with the left they're upset about joe biden too they are so upset that he's running they want young people they want a new a new government they're not happy with what's going on up there i can assure you new blood is what they need we all need it not this corrupt same old same old but they can't be in there for lifetime appointments so blind to the facts you've got as george washington university law professor jonathan turley he pointed out bump spreads false stories and then refuses to accept the facts even after he has proven to be spectacularly wrong he never has apologized, nor has the Washington Compost issued a correction or reassessed whether Bump needs remedial editing. After Turley, in his comment, column in The Hill, laid out Bump's errors in the three above mentioned stories, Turley received an email from the Washington Compost Mandarin telling him the newspaper stands by Philip Bump's reporting and characterization of his articles as false is incorrect. That's how the prestige media ecosystem works, okay? This is exactly how it works. They just continue to put up more, more fake stories and hide behind more scandalous headlines, clickbait, and everything else. Turley, in his, in his blog, he, he comprehensively swatted Bump, which is worth reading as an insight into journalistic delusions. But an even harsher showcase for Bump's self-belief came from an unusual place, a podcast run by Noam Dorman, owner of New York's Own Comedy Cellar. Gently challenged on his insistence that there is no evidence of Joe Biden's involvement in his son's money-grabbing schemes around the world. Well, Bump lost his complete mind and ended up walking out. See, when you back them in a corner, they can't handle it and they leave. With his voice rising to soprano levels of panic and arms flailing, he was a man in distress for most of the Hour Plus podcast. I just, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm just going to lose my mind, Bump says at one point when Dwarman was pressing him on Archer's testimony that Hunter would get his father on the speakerphone to talk overseas business partners about the weather. Sure. Dwarman said, is there nothing else we can talk about? Half the country believes this stuff. Bump says, I know because half the country doesn't actually dig into these issues. Dwarman says, here's your chance to disabuse people. They don't read the Washington Compost. Dorman is probably best described as an old school Democrat who likes to keep an open mind about continuous subjects with the view that even my enemies may be telling the truth against my friends, as he told Bump in this email after this whole thing. So you see exactly what happens. They completely lose their minds. They get totally argumentative. And that's what's happened in this case. I'm going to put this in here so that you all have it as well. And so you can check this article out because it's, it, this is exactly what has happened. They have completely coddled this family. The government is protecting its own. And you remember Hillary Clinton talking about how we could all, you know, hang by the nooses if President Trump became president. They were terrified of him, still are. Can you imagine how they must feel now after what they've put him and his family through? Come on, and what he knows about Joe Biden? Believe me, President Trump, he is really seriously downplaying all that he knows. Because if you've learned anything about him, he picks and selects when he's going to do something. He's very patient. A lot of people go, "Oh my gosh, you know, why is he? Why isn't he throwing everything at him right now?" Because he has a plan. He knows how this whole thing is going to play out, and when the time is right. He is going to arrive with it. And he's already said he is going to have no choice but to make sure that he goes after all of these people in government. And he has to. In order to save our republic, that is exactly what he's going to do. But this is just a perfect example of a conversation that I would have every day with a liberal. I mean, when you start talking about the fact that this whole thing got so heated, I mean, I can go back and forth and back and forth with the whole thing and but how how it ended was this bump finally says as he's leaving dorman says well it's a shame because this is a good conversation bump said it's not a good conversation because you refuse to listen to what i'm saying to you you ask me on to present evi- evidence i keep telling you well the question of reliability is this when bump sneers at independent, independent journalist matt tahibi dorman asks why is tahibi unreliable well see matt used to matt Taibbi, who did all of these twitter files that we we watched and read and and talked about over and over and over again the discoveries and everything else about how it was a coordinated effort on social media with the government and the fbi and they were uncovering all of these twitter files he was a democrat He was a very well, very well respected in the liberal community. All of his writings. I mean, he has won so many awards for his journalistic integrity until he started exposing them. And then they went after him as well. So I hope that you will continue to support people like that. Tahibi also has a sub stack and he is writing articles all the time about what he is learning and what he is finding out and that's exactly what we have to do if you want them to survive and to thrive if you want them to continue to bring their coverage and and really show the world think about it we've had hearings as a result of all of this these discoveries they would not have been possible if you didn't have whistleblowers and everything else Showing who they actually are. So we have to do it. We have to continue to expose them. Even if you do have spineless Republicans up there, they still can't withstand the fact that it's all being exposed. And it's going to affect them getting elected the next time around. And whether the Republicans know it or not, they're in hot water. Because everybody that's up there now, I don't care how big of a a drum that they bang every single day. Guess what? I'm not voting for them. In my mind, they're completely soured. I, I don't even trust them. I, I don't think they I mean this whole break where they're taking all you know, a month off. Ooh, okay, yeah. Right in the middle of all of this, you're gonna take a break. Oh, fantastic. The rest of the country is basically looking at all out war, World War Three, and you all are gonna take a break when we have got the people that are creating all of this havoc in Washington DC. They're the ones right that are allowing this to continue to go on we're going to have all kinds of wars if this continues both here at home and also abroad so this is a fabulous article you can read the exchange it's no different than any conversation you would have with any liberal or leftist because they cannot handle talking about the actual facts they don't know what to do when you back them into a corner over it either they don't know how to talk to you about it at all because they know you're right They spent all of this time trying to convince you of Russia, 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 and telling you that this was really what everything was all about. Well, it's not. Just like Russia, 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 just like everything else, the impeachments, the perfect phone calls that they were able to gaslight the American people and the world with, take your eyes off the prize this entire time, it has come home to roost. And also, that brings up another point. If you can support President Trump in this endeavor, he is definitely getting a lot of donations, but they're not going to stop. They really are not. It's going to take an absolute army to make sure that he is able to defend himself. You can go to DonaldJTrump.com. Just for the record, I am not affiliated with Donald Trump's campaign at all. I've never even talked to anybody over there that's even affiliated with it. I mean, Cash Patel, a couple of conservatives, but nothing to where I'm a part of his campaign or anything. I just know he's the man for the job, period. End of story. I've always said that and I've always thought that. Never have I seen them go after somebody the way they have gone after him. And there is an absolute reason, absolute reason for it they know that these shenanigans will not be allowed to continue the only problem is he's only got four years but we get somebody else in there right behind him and they will continue on cleaning out this government it is going to take some time President Trump says he can do it. He knows exactly where he, what he needs to do in order to get things done immediately in six months. It's not going to take him eight years like DeSantis. It's going to take him no time because he was an actual victim of all of this. So he knows where the bodies are buried, so to speak. So onward. Here we go. So Tucker Carlson. Now, some of these heroes that we have gotten in our movement lately. Oh, my goodness. It is such a great thing to see because... With all of this despair and all of this darkness, you have got heroes who are emerging every single day. And it is so cool to see, especially somebody like Tucker Carlson, right? I mean, here he is. Tucker Carlson says Barack Obama had gay sex, smoked crack. The media ignored it ahead of the election, right? Because they have a front that they have to keep. So let's go ahead and take a sip sip of tea real quick and we'll be back in a sec. okay so how much damage has the fake news media done to our country well this is just another example of it right because this is what they do this is their job and this is what they're on the payroll to do in fact they're there to sell you whatever narrative they are given the go for so on Wednesday you had Tucker Carlson who said that despite it being really clear that Barack Obama was both having sex with other males and smoking crack, people all over the media neglected to report on the topic of it before the 2008 presidential election. Carlson discussed the allegations surrounding Obama's lifestyle, which originally came from a man named Larry Sinclair. On Wednesday, he spoke on the Adam Carolla show. And so here he is talking about it.
2: You know, everybody I knew, the world I lived in in northwest D.C., like everyone works either directly for the government or is a a parasite on government effectively, including people I love and know really well. And the media is, too, by the way. I mean, the media is reporting on government, but it's also dependent on government. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example. But that happens all the time with lots of different issues.
3: Now, and do, do you believe that transpired, or do you believe the guy is legitimate, or both?
2: Oh, the Larry Sinclair story? Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've talked to Larry Sinclair about it, and oh, definitely it happened. I mean, if you—Larry Sinclair's been in and out of prison during one period—I mean, you know, 40 years ago, he was in and out of prison. He's got a criminal record by definition. He's, you know, poor— uh he's got a disordered life he's missing a tooth like he's not you know an atlantic fellow um he's not going to the aspen ideas festival i, I think he has a record of deception obviously he does but this story if you listen to it in detail is clearly true i mean there's just I mean, i'm gonna do an interview with him and you can hear it and again it's not going to change the world that barack obama likes dudes i think this was well known barack obama said so himself in a letter to his girlfriend. And by the way, that's kind of Barack Obama's business. I'm not attacking him for for liking dudes. I'm just saying the amount of lying in the media about it was unbelievable. Like it, people knew this was true and it was quite obviously true at the time. And people who covered the campaign didn't say anything about it because they didn't want to lose access to the campaign. And and that happens all the time up and down government. So it's, it's almost like if you have a housekeeper, you think, oh, you know, she works for me. But if you have a housekeeper long enough, you realize, well, you actually work for her and you get caught up in her dramas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a weird dynamic where you switch places with people. Oh, and
3: and, and uh, by the way, fire her abruptly and she'll write a tell all book about exactly home.
2: That's exactly right. And, you know, we we don't even have a full time housekeeper. So, like, that's not going to be an issue for me. But the point is. You think you're holding government accountable, but actually they're controlling you. That, that's really the dynamic in Washington. But, you know, you're living in the soup and it's hard to see it at work. And this is a long way of saying the conclusions I've reached are middle-aged conclusions. And that's a lot of it. Right. It's just that I've gotten older and you can't see certain things when you're younger. And it's like young people, you'd think they'd be the most open-minded of all. They're the least open-minded because they're afraid of the future. So they want to believe whatever storyline they've been fed is true. Like the only problem with America is white supremacy, and like our tax system is fair, and Kennedy was assassinated by a lone gunman, or whatever. They don't want to. Un- they don't want to face like the terrifying unknown and complexities of the actual world we live in, the reality of life, which is like we have no freaking idea wow. what's going on, actually. <laughs> they don't want to admit that.
0: Gosh, isn't that just something? I'm telling you, Tucker, I'm loving this Tucker. (laughs) I didn't really watch Tucker at all because I, I don't watch news at all. So when he was on Fox, I would see the clips and I was thoroughly impressed. But as soon as I saw what was happening to the lamestream media, the legacy media, whatever they want to call themselves, propaganda news, Bravda, what have you, as soon as I opened up my eyes to all of that, I cut it all off, all of it. Every every movie, every musician, all, all of this stuff, I just couldn't watch them anymore. And so I stopped completely and I just started getting my news from transcripts or President Trump, really. I was like, OK, so he's the president of the United States. I think I would trust what he has to say and what's going on with our country far more than I would any of these fools. Well, Tucker is a great one, and I'm telling you, they went after him as well. We'll never forget when you had Schumer up there threatening Murdoch and everybody else that are very politically driven because, hey, this is where they get their next interview. This is where they get, you know, the influence. This is where they're able to rub shoulders. Probably one of the best things that ever happened to Tucker Carlson is that he's independent. Probably one of the best things that happened to our country, believe it or not, is that Tucker Carlson is independent. At least this is one of the big wins. I I promise you it is. Because you've got a lot of people that really do know that Tucker is doing his best to support the truth and deliver the truth. All right. I believe what he has to say, even if that means that he is going to lose his position, if he's going to not have another job at a major network, he doesn't need one. He can build his own and he's got the people just like President Trump who are going to follow him. And so these other little reporters that are up there spewing nonsense as their ratings continue to plummet, even though they are being supported by tax dollars and everything else and Pfizer and all these other commercial entities that are, you know, paying them in ad revenue. This is how they've controlled them. This is how they've destroyed their own careers because they know better. They know the truth. You remember the reporter who was trying to, to talk about Epstein and how that was completely shut down. The Clintons got word of it and everything else. The whole thing. It's just been nothing but one rig after another. And it works on all levels of this government. Okay, They have got way too much to lose because most of this stuff is treasonous. The end of the end story, really. But he really does. I mean, I, we're very fortunate to have him talk and, and talk about the things that he already inherently knows. So, I mean, again, who cares about Obama's sex life? I certainly do not. I really do not. But what I do know is that there was a chef, his personal chef, at the White House who was just found dead on his premises, right? Right there in his pond, naked, without clothes on. So if this were to happen to President Trump, this would have happened at Mar-a-Lago, Can you imagine what would have happened? My goodness sakes, I can. It would have been nonstop, 24-7, all day long. Oh, we cannot have something like this. We would have a trial and everything else, an investigation. It would be nonstop news this is how it's weaponized and i'm very sorry that that man lost his life i don't know what all of the details are because they've been covering it up but what i do know is that the call originated from obama's house the man was found without any clothes on paddle boarding skinny dipping in the middle of the night and there are videos that show that he knows how to swim okay that's what i know and that's what you know (laughs) and everything else there was another person there we don't know who the other paddleboarder was why is that well it's the same reason why you don't know about Epstein's client list because the most powerful people in our country and in the world are connected to it and this is their playground this is how they operate this is how they rule and the laws do not apply to them And it doesn't matter if somebody loses their life, they're not going to get to the bottom of it. Sad, but that's where we are. So you've got just before, uh, just after remarking that the media is dependent on government, which is one thing that we just started going into, Carlson explained that in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama was having sex with men and smoking crack. A guy came forward by the name of Larry Sinclair, and he said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll do a lie detector. And he did. I smoked, pop- I smoked crack with o- Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that's obviously true. So these remarks by Carlson, they reference statements Sinclair made at the National Press Club in 2008 when Obama was running for president. And according to Carlson, pundits would not touch this story with a 10-foot pole, and it had nothing to, be, to do with them being squeamish, not at all. But anybody who reported on that story would get absolutely zero access to Obama and his campaign. So that's how they iced them out. That's exactly what this is about, which means, okay, you're not going to have a sit down with Obama. You're not going to be able to do that or anybody from his campaign. You mean the most powerful person in the country, the most powerful person, one of the most powerful people and prominent people in the world, then we're going to lose all the advertisers for that for that sit down. We're going to lose tax do- dollars and everything else. This is what they are concerned about. They're not concerned about getting to the truth. No, this is the machine that they are going to continue to feed. So you've got, you've got Tucker who is actually able to come out and start talking about how it works and opening people's eyes to the way it works. Thank goodness. So this is good for all of us. I mean, it really is. It was a fantastic interview. I'm going to drop this into the chat so that you will all have it. And yeah, don't forget about the paddleboarder. I mean, really, the chef. He was dead. Poof, just like that at Obama's property and that story certainly disappeared they don't feel like they need to tell you a thing so you've got corrupt quid pro quo Joe who is not the first to have the media protect him and that's where we are right now this is a never-ending cycle of what the the media does in order to protect themselves and others time for a little tea break (laughs) So here we go. We've got another one. A very dangerous moment. Well, you have Hungary's Orban who warns Tucker a third world war is knocking on the door. There's no question about it. We all see what is happening in this country. We know that they want to also distract you from that. And hey, if it's not COVID that's going to keep you locked up or unable to vote in the next election, hey, maybe a third war, war world war three will stop you from being able to to resume regular life okay so you've got tucker's recent visit to budapest where he gave a speech apologizing for the disgusting behavior of the u.s ambassador to hungary and he sat down with the hungarian prime minister Viktor orban And he says, it's not just a misunderstanding, it's a lie, Orban begins, when he talked about the fact that American media continue to claim that Ukraine is winning the war. He suggests that the Biden administration misunderstands Russia and attempting to remove Putin could lead to dangerous instability. To understand the Russians, it's a difficult thing, especially if you have an ocean between you and Russia. So Orban, he points out that Western political conversation often center on freedom, while Russia conversations focus on keeping the country together and warns against dangerous implications of the U.S. strategy, particularly for countries like Hungary that are geographically closer to the conflict. So he goes on, this is a quote from him, don't misunderstand the Russians, so they're not going to get sick of Putin and throw him out. Come on, it's a joke, end quote. So you have this whole exchange. Like I said, what Tucker is doing is incredible work right now. He is going around the globe he is not missing an opportunity to expose the things that he was told to shelf. I have no doubt about it from Fox News. So he's getting his his hands in all of this stuff. And a lot of people are fearing for his safety as well. By the way, I know we've all been talking about President Trump. That's obvious, including Tucker Carlson about the safety of our president. But Tucker Carlson Oh my gosh, he is a truth teller and I pray for him absolutely every single day too because he's making the rounds and he's exposing them all, period. And I love it. So here it is. It was episode 20. You had Hungary shares a border with Ukraine. We traveled to Budapest to speak with the country's prime minister. And so here is that exchange. The Biden
2: administration described you in the United States and the media as a fascist. Are you worried
4: about being
0: and it's going to spin on me. I knew oh,
4: it would. United States. <laughs> it's dangerous, may I say. I'm not the favorite politicians of the liberals, unfortunately, but nobody's perfect, you know? There are certain things which are more important than me, than my ego, family, nation, God. A liberal originally meant freedom, but now in Europe, liberal means that you are enemy of the freedom. We are ally to United States. And we are worse
2: treated than Russia. If you respect democracy, don't you let countries govern themselves. If you take a step
4: back, the point of NATO is to provoke war with Russia. This is a bad strategy. We have to stop it. We cannot beat them. They will not kill their leader. They will never give it up. They will invest more. It's a joke. It's a very dangerous moment now. That's obvious to you. Not just for me, everybody on the street. The third world war knocking on our door. You were just in an election. Did you
2: consider at any point just indicting your challenger? Wouldn't that have been easier?
4: To do what's going on now in your country, you know, to use the justice system against the political opponents. In Hungary, I think it's impossible to imagine. That was done by the communists.
0: As the war in Ukraine completely reshuffles so there you go that gives you an idea of what you're going to see in that particular interview I'd play it for you but it's 30 minutes and 26 seconds long which isn't really long but for this show it would be and so and plus I want to make sure that you are able to get over there and you can watch the interview so that Tucker gets the clicks right I mean that's what we're all about making sure that people get their due credit so they can keep doing the important work that they do plus it makes the left completely crazy when when you've got them come beating them in every single mark i mean look at what happened with the debates versus president trump's interview with tucker carlson it was absolutely glorious i am still reveling over that one and i've been having a lot of fun with the fact that president trump is having a lot of fun with it as well i mean he's out there posting about it i've been doing those trump truths and, and they're actually harder than than most people think it's really funny well last night quick little sidebar story for you all right so I didn't consider that it was Friday night because one day in my life rolls right into the other. So I wasn't thinking. And I'd been working on the show and trying to put in the closed captioning for you today, both on this show and also in the litter box. So I was tied up with IT Guy. The other thing that's happened is both in the litterbox.com and then also JulesJonesLive.com is getting so much traffic to our website now that we have to upgrade the servers completely because our little server is not able to handle the traffic now because the show is both shows have been growing to such a degree. So we're having to, to try. Transfer all these files anyway, that's a personal matter. But I'm sitting there, okay. Uh, it is Friday night. I didn't make the connection. I'm trying to record these Tucker, I mean, these Tucker, these Trump truths, sorry. And I'm sitting there doing them. And then all of a sudden, I would have the most perfect one. And it takes a while to get the right one because I'm so picky. Type A, of course, all the way. And then there would be a siren going blaring right in the middle of the recording and I'm like you've got to be kidding so I'm like okay well I'm glad they got that out of their system let's try it again push play try to do my thing and then boom there it goes again it went on all night long so if you were wondering why it took me so long to get those things out yesterday that was the primary reason every five seconds I swear it was just another siren I could not get the thing done so Anyway, there I'm up to date, I am current, and I am driving the left totally nuts over there on Instagram, TikTok, all those different places, because they deserve to hear what the true duly elected president has to say about all of this nonsense. So more on this whole war that we have going on in our country. My goodness sakes, it really is something in assessing the damage of all of these fools that got us here. So you've got more on Tucker, a very dangerous moment, and... Would they go to war with Russia? Of course they would. They want to anyway. Tucker Carlson predicts a massive recession and World War III with Russia before the 2024 elections. This is a prediction, but absolutely. This is exactly how it goes. So Tucker Carlson sat for an interview with Adam Carolla. This is who, this is who I was just playing for you. And during the interview, Tucker warned about the very real dangers of D.C. elites on both sides of the aisle launching World War III with Russia before the 2024 election. Tucker predicts World War III next year and a devastating economic recession It looks like we're already there. It's already happening. You can't even buy a house at 8% right now. And I know that we've got some real savvy realtors in the chat right now. Some of them I know very, very well that have been so sweet to me this whole time. And they know exactly what's going on and how this whole game is being played. 8%, Uh uh-uh, there's no way. So during the interview with Tucker, they warned about – the very real dangers of D.C. elites on both sides of the aisle, launching World War III with Russia before the 2024 election. Trunk, Tucker absolutely predicts it next year, and so that's going to happen, and he talks about it quite openly. I mean, he, he says it. it's definitely knocking on the door. Here's my view of it, he says. I think the lies are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or 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 afterwards but you're you know the lies are always revealed by their nature and these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the biden administration has no idea what it's doing that joe biden is not running the government and that it's not at all working And it's true. Everybody knows Joe Biden cannot even put uh, a sentence together. He shuffles along. He has absolutely no idea. When they ask him a question, he either barks back in some ridiculous manner. He's rude as ever. Or he turns his back to the cameras and shuffles away. That is what we have seen day after day. And it's only going to get worse. A lot of people are predicting it may not even be him and his name on the ticket unless they can just force that on us. But you've got a real economic contraction. I think it's going to be in the teeth of a very tough recession, and that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think that once you relinquish power, the problem with criminalizing politics is that people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you. If they win, right, so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. And this is exactly what we know is happening right now. They're terrified of President Trump's return to the Oval Office. And they know that we're going to get him there by all means necessary. We are going to work until we cannot work anymore I mean we're all doing our part you are doing an amazing job I see all of you out there I mean you're losing your accounts and everything else I've been through it I know I expect to lose mine too I mean I think I'm on my fourth my third strike I think on TikTok right now I've got all kinds of problems I've always been uh, problematic on social media I do not know why because my account only gets to a certain point and then all of a sudden poof that's it and that's okay I mean, I, I don't really, I don't follow any of that stuff. I just like to get the message out any way I possibly can. I, I don't sit there and track how many followers I have. I don't I don't sit there and look at how much I'm throttled. I just feel good about the fact that I've researched an article and I passed it along and I hope others can, can look at it and assess it in that way and sum it up and spread it to somebody else, send it around. That's all I care about. It's getting the message out there. People need to know what kind of dangerous times we are living in. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again, according to Tucker. Again, I know everyone on the right is afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandates. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. Even if they've already been exposed, that won't work. Mm -mm. So what he's saying that what they're going to do is go to war with Russia, that that's it. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. Really? Yes, of course. They want it anyway. I don't think we'll win it. Think about that. They're going to go into a war that they're not even sure that they can win. And they can't. I mean, just look at the state of our country right now. Look at our military. Look at what's happening there. So you're going to have that. That's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political Matter that they need to declare war footing in, in order to assume war powers in order to win. I believe that, and I think all the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting even more vicious than it already is and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're funding their enemies, so we're fighting Russia. But I mean an open battle with Russia where we say we're at war with Russia, I think that could easily happen. Now, this is all Tucker talking. I mean, this is his whole his whole transcript of this interview. And he talks about the fact that, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden missiles you know, land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies have been attacked. We're going to war. I see that happening very easily. So if you're worried about that, you, you need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican-held Senate House... To force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace. Which will be unsatisfactory as all force pieces are always are. Each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, I would bet my house on it. We are going to war with Russia. And of course, the stakes are everything. Our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other. So this is insane. They're insane. These people who think men can become women who believe that face masks masks can save you from COVID. I mean, these are not rational people. They aren't. Why would they want to go to war with Russia? Of course they would. Again, they want to anyway. And I don't know why Republicans don't get all of this, but they don't seem to get it. Meanwhile, Republican leaders and Mitch McConnell's senile, too. Oh, worse than that. I mean, he is blank staring at it. He is having some kind of freeze moment where he loses track of time in the middle of interviews and he's falling down it's happening a lot more frequent you've seen it you saw exactly what happened again this week people are begging that he go ahead and step down here it is
3: what are my thoughts about what running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's a...
1: <clears throat>
0: did you hear the question senator running for re-election in 2026 All right, I'm sorry, you all, we're gonna
2: need a minute. Senator, Benny. Okay.
0: Somebody else have a question, please speak up. Okay, you see what's happening here? I mean, seriously this is a really bad situation this should not make you feel good that this is the senate minority leader up there and interestingly enough they were asking about his re-election when he completely went into I don't know some kind of place that none of us have ever ventured into before that was his space and he was owning it oh my gosh so this is frightening it really is it should scare everybody completely to death it does me I mean, when when you've got this going on and nobody on the Republican side is saying, hey, OK, it is time. Yes, Glitch McConnell. That's what Cat Turd coined that name. And it was perfect. I don't even think he meant to do it. He just kind of came out and we both started laughing like perfect. A new star is born. We've got a new name because this is what it is it's some kind of it's some kind of joke i mean i don't know some people have you know claimed it's some kind of simulation we're in sometimes i actually wonder if that is the case are we really being tested here is this some kind of joke is somebody behind the curtain watching all of this and seeing what our reaction is i mean really who's going to lose their sanity and who's going to keep it because this isn't normal absolutely not so would they go to war with russia course they would again they want to and so you've got mcconnell obviously he's too senile so you know he doesn't know what's going on either but all the stupid republican senators and mccarthy in the house i mean it's pathetic these people are all on board with war against russia why and a lot of people are talking about it why donald trump jr actually weighed in and he was talking about it openly he knows exactly why he and he's talking about it jack uh Posobiec is also saying tucker carlson the ruling el- ruling elites will launch a hot war between the u.s and russia in the next year in order to assume war powers to maintain control it's very obvious that this is exactly where it's headed and they want to cover up their crimes and they just want to you know just kind of just make us all just go on to the whole war front now just to cover up everything that they've been doing to take your mind off of all the corruption and everything else that has occurred in this country. It's frightening. It really is. But who is the one person that's calling for peace? President Trump. He says that he could easily be able to calm that whole situation down and I don't doubt it. You remember when Obama was in charge and you had all those beheadings, ISIS and everything else that was going on on his watch? President Trump goes in there and guess what? There's all of a sudden peace in the Middle East. All of that stops. Interesting, isn't it? Well, That's why they don't like him because he's not a part. President Trump is not a part of the, you know, the... um, the industrial complex he isn't the military industrial complex President Trump is not a part of that he is a businessman he wants to protect his citizens he wants his country to thrive he's not into making sure that you've got all of these people making all of the money off the blood sweat tears and lives of the American people he's not going to do it he knows it's the wrong move going into a war that you know that you just will probably lose isn't the best idea but it is for these crooked politicians because they want to keep your mind off of it. So here you have a dead man walking. Russia state TV host accuses Tucker Carlson of signing his own death warrant. Kid you not. Everybody sees the writing on the wall. The truth tellers are the ones they are going to target next. And I believe that wholeheartedly that's why I'm saying add Tucker Carlson to your prayers because that's exactly what we have with this group all right let's have a sip of tea and we'll be right back in a sec okay so yes and here it is Anybody talking about the truths that are going on here? I mean, they can't cover up these lies anymore. They can't spin them anymore because we already have facts. We already have proof. We already have testimony. We already have video. We already have phone calls, transcripts, everything else. There's another one that apparently is on the way. And you've you've heard Greg Kelly talk about it. That is probably going to end the absolute existence of any resemblance of the Biden, uh, Bidens in government. And hopefully that's going to drop sooner than later because I don't know how much longer this country can put up with all this nonsense. But you've got the, a Russian state TV host who this week warned viewers that Tucker Carlson will be assassinated for discussing the D.C. elite's plans to wage war on Russia by next year. So here you have it. In this interview with Adam Carolla, the Washington DC elites, the, the one that I just read to you, will launch a hot war against Russia by next year. Well, he basically said, Who says that? A dead man walking. He sincerely believes that the next step after the accusations and the declaration of impeachment will be an assassination of Trump. But this man, who is currently the most popular English speaking journalist signed his own death warrant now this man his name let me find his name here Saloviv. okay now i have a lot of friends that know multiple and know how to speak multiple language and they just completely laugh at the way i present, pronounce some of these names so i'm going to use my little trusty translator to do the work for me so here it is
2: Soloviv.
0: okay so there it is i hope i made everybody happy with that Soloviv. Okay, so you have all of these people that are talking about the fact that his life is life is absolutely in danger. He is now no longer affiliated with Fox News or any other network. He is out there speaking openly and honestly based on his experience and based on his conversations and he is not holding back. So yes, do we have a reason to be a little concerned? Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody that threatens these people? Yeah. Yeah you got to pray for them. We really, really do. We need them to continue to do the work of many. So now we have got the uh, the destruction of our culture, country, in the way of our life. I When you look at some of this stuff, I mean, you, you look at the headlines here, and I'm just going to go over here. There is no way in, no way out after the storms. You've got You know, all all of these different things, 73,000 people trapped in mud. I I mean, come on. We have videotapes of someone uh, bringing in a thumb drive, bringing in ballots. Democrat county supervisor accuses Democrats of rigging a primary After discovering massive election fraud, you've got Judge Timothy Kelly, who sentences Proud Boy leader Ethan Nordine to 18 years in prison for using a bullhorn and walking through Capitol building for a few minutes. I mean, this this whole thing, the suicide rate of these people that have been convicted by the this corrupt regime for january 6th i mean i think we're up to four suicides now according to julie kelly this is heartbreaking this is heartbreaking the government is a danger to itself and to others at this point point. and i've said that before that's a phrase that i know and normally with people like that you you lock them up so they're no longer a danger okay this government has gone rogue so you got the FBI scrambling to track migrants who entered the u s with the help of isis linked smuggler that 's right that 's what 's happening on the border over here. so after intelligence officers they have they have been finding this all right all over the place. You've got the FBI is reportedly scrambling to find more than a dozen Uzbek nationals who sought asylum in the U.S. earlier this year after intelligence officers discovered they traveled to the southern border with the help of a smuggler who has ties to ISIS. Okay, remember I was talking about the beheadings? Well, it looks like we've got them back. With this regime, this is Obama 2.0 and his entire administration has come along with them. That's why the first 100 hires were from the Biden regime. I mean, we're from the Obama regime. That's why. That's exactly why. So officials are working to identify and assess all of the individuals who gained entry into the country. This is according to National Security Spokesperson uh, Adrian Watson, and they told CNN this. They are also scrutinizing a number of migrants as possible criminal threats. Two unnamed federal officials told the news network, but authorities say no specific ISIS plot has been identified. There was no indication and remains no indication that any of these individuals facilitated by this network by, you know, have a connection to foreign ter- terrorist organization or or are engaged in plotting terrorist attacks in the United States. And that's according to Watson. But here's the whole thing with the open border. We don't know who's coming across this border. More than a dozen migrants gained entry to the United States from the southern border earlier this year. We've had 7 million people that have crossed our border in three and a half years. Tell that to a a liberal, a (laughs) dimmeral, (laughs) and watch their heads explode a dim lip okay I don't know what else to call them anymore so you've got authorities who say that the migrants requested asylum at the border with Mexico earlier this year and were screened by Homeland Security During the screening process, you had border patrol agents who will take biometrics, such as fingerprints and facial scans, and run the individuals through law enforcement databases. Well, migrants arriving, they call them migrants, they're illegal aliens, all right, they are crashing our border, they are coming in here without the authority to do so arriving from central asia may also face additional screenings because of the distance and cost to enter the us from the southern border raises questions about why an individual would want to make such a trek nothing in the of the intelligence community's databases raised any flags according to cnn Mm hmm not trusted news and the asylum seekers were all released into the U.S. pending a court appearance. So that's exactly what's happening. You have the U.S. immigration offices have become so overwhelmed with processing migrants, illegal aliens, let's make that correction, that it could take more than a decade to get in front of a judge. Did you hear that? More than a decade before they actually see a judge. That's how our border has been operated it's a free-for-all is what it is backlogs at the immigration court currently stand at 2.5 million cases waiting to be heard this is according to figures compiled by the transactional records access hearing uh, clearinghouse track at syracuse university but once inside the u.s the migrants could could have taken up residence anywhere you have texas governor greg abbott who has also sent in busloads of illegal immigrants to New York City and other sanctuary cities to ease the burden on overwhelmed border c- cities in a state. You've heard the stories about border cities, right? They no longer stay open at night. And there's a reason for that. It has gotten so dangerous. In fact, a lot of my stores here in L.A., because the crime has gotten so bad, that after COVID, they used to be open until midnight or what have you they are now closing their doors at nine o'clock this is not LA and the reason why is because the, the crime has completely skyrocketed remember that little sidebar I gave you just a little bit ago where I was telling you I was just simply trying to record my little Trump truths right those are my little guys that I like to do for you and for everybody else so that people know what President Trump has to say. And I'm so thrilled that he is doing these videos cuz I don't have to do as much of his Trump truths cuz he covers them, but I want to make sure that when he puts something out there that it is seen and heard. And so that's why I'm doing it. But anyway, regardless, I'm sitting there trying to record them and I've got sirens from here to to there going off at all times of of day. Now, that is the result of Democrat policies. Really want Newsom gruesome to control this country? Do you think he's going to be any better? He would be worse, I'm afraid. He would be a lot worse. That guy is about as oh as bad as you get and he talks the talk he walks the walk he tries to you know position himself as an Obama type figure this guy has got more skeletons in his closet than you can possibly imagine he is owned by the establishment and he is just waiting to pounce all right first opportunity that's why I don't understand the whole DeSantis wanting to debate this clown why bring more attention to you know the dregs of society I have no idea but anyway this is what they're trying to sell but you can just look at California's track record the problem is not everybody will why because you've got a media that is going to protect these clowns and glorify them hide the stories of everything that they've done to their own citizens and to California itself and realize when you realize that you know this is all it is is a propaganda network it is just a a really big PR firm, public relations firm doing the bidding and gaslighting people. So they're going to paint him as the next great thing. Obama wasn't the next great thing. Obama was one of the worst things. Gavin Newsom would join the ranks of that. And I don't know if we'd have a country. I really, I I don't, I don't see it. We've got to win this whole thing. So nothing to see here, right? We've been talking about the mask. Well, here's the story. It's red state. A study shows that N95 masks may expose you to toxic, volatile, organic compounds. Now, if you questioned wearing a mask, if you refused it, if you knew there was something not quite right about it, guess what? You were right. Yeah, you were right. Didn't take a genius to figure out that when you're trying, you have masks. And then they had the audacity to say, oh, wear multiple masks. Are you kidding me right now? Really? Multiple masks? okay, and there are people that actually do that. There are people that drive in their car by themselves in a convertible with multiple masks on. You're going, okay, yeah, maybe this is a simulation. I have no idea. So here's Biden. He said he just signed off on a funding request for a new COVID vaccine that is necessary that works. Listen. Mr. President, can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and new variant?
3: Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a uh, request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that, would like to be recommended that everybody get it, no matter what they got before or not.
0: Okay. They're going to make it mandatory, mandatory. Good luck with that, bud. That's not going to work for any of us over here. So yes, it causes all kinds of problems. It's not going to work. Just like Tucker said, it. it's just not. Most people are going to push back on a new vaccine. I'm certain I never took the first one. I'm not going to take any of them. Not at all. So again, we go back to what the government does, right? Here it is. This is another example of how they are making sure that you can't get your messages out. You've got YouTube. They demonetize a channel over videos of Democrats challenging election results. Well, like I told you, I just opened up a YouTube channel just so I can hit that audience. And I don't expect for it to last long. And all I'm doing on that one at the moment is just the Trump truth. So I know I'm not going to last long over there. There's no way I'm talking about election interference. I'm talking about all this different, you know, all these different things, all these court cases from President Trump's perspective. I do not expect it to last, but maybe a week. I don't know. You can you can put in your bets, but I seriously do not. Those little algorithms are going to pick me up in about a second and it'll be poof gone. But hey, I tried. You know what? I'm a competitor, so I'm not going to give up that quickly. They'll, they can take me down, and then once it's over, it's over. Our little rendezvous will end again. But you have YouTube. They have demonetized a channel. So, and it is that, that video where you got all of these Democrats who, they're, they're complete hypocrites anyway, but this really shows it. With the election interference, all the things that they are accusing President Trump of. Yeah. A journalist by the name of Matt Orphelia, who works with Matt Tahibbe, created the video which you know basically has a whole bunch of clips of Trump questioning election results with Democrats doing the exact same thing well someone at YouTube clearly thought that this was a problem and yanked the monetization for the entire channel so here you go you've got them YouTube has just demonetized my entire channel for violent criminal organization WTF so he's talking about it over there on what is now known as X. Matt Tahiby wrote about it at Substack. He says, YouTube hits ORF again as censorship grows silent but deadly. That's what we're dealing with. When you know you're being censored, you can protest. But what to do about silent editorial punishment dished without announcement by tech platforms that appear to be learning fast how to avoid public outcry? A year ago, this site had to throw a public fit to resolve a preposterous controversy involving videographer Mark Ophelia and YouTube. The issue centered around the above video, Rigged Election Crimes, Trump 2020 versus Clinton 2016, which despite total factual accuracy, was cited under its elections misinformation policy. YouTube in July of last year demonetized Orf's entire channel over his content saying, we think it violates our c- violent criminal organization's policy. As you will see if you click now, the above video as argued to to Google could not possibly be violative of any misinformation guideline as it was comprised entirely of real unaltered clips of public figures making public comments After both Orf and I tantrumed in public, there's not much else to do in these situations. YouTube sent Matt the great news that after manually reviewing your video, we've determined that it is suitable for all advertisers. Here is the video in question, and I'm going to play it for you, but that's exactly right. Fortunately enough, this particular group has the kind of audience where they will gain attention. When I lost my account for nothing, I didn't have a big following. I wasn't able, you know, I have a very small account compared to a whole bunch of other people. And so I didn't have the eyes on that. I couldn't possibly rattle my sabers enough to where they would even give me a second look. Now, Cat Turd does. I do not. And so it's a completely different deal. Like what happened with Bank of America? He gets up there and he says, hashtag and creates hashtag bank of america is call me trash that trends for two days and all of a sudden i've got bank of america ringing my phone off the hook but would it have happened if it were just me nope it would never have seen the light of day and that's also done by design so it's really it's really unfortunate but that's that's the only thing if they're going to get pushed back we have to work together see that's that is the one thing that people don't understand is together we can truly move mountains. We can completely change the way things are done in Washington D. Sleaze, and in corporate America. Look at what happened to Bud Light, okay? That's the kind of power that you have. That's what scares them the most. The more we're together, and that's why I always encourage everyone, please make sure that you follow each other, right? I mean, drop your handles in all of your different social media accounts. Drop them here in this channel so that we can follow you and you can follow each other because we need each other. We're all we've got. That's the whole thing. So what kind of video? All right. So let's look at this video that caused quite the stir. And it is here. And he was one of Matt Orphelia. He was one of the Twitter files authors. He did his thing on here. So rigged election claims Trump 2020 versus Clinton. Check it out. The only way they
5: can take this election away from us. Is if this is a
3: rigged election
6: The election was rigged against Clinton This election was rigged and we can't let that
3: happen We won the election
5: this was an election that
3: we won easily. We won it by a lot. Are you suggesting that you might not accept the results of the election? I, I have to say, look. Clinton
0: won't rule out
3: questioning 2016 election.
0: No, I wouldn't rule it out. Can
3: you give a direct answer you will accept the election? I have to
0: see. Would you completely rule out questioning the legitimacy of this election? No, I would not.
3: No, I'm not
5: going to just say yes.
0: Russia hacked the 2016 elections and they're going to do it again.
5: This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen.
0: The Russians are still in our... Or election systems.
5: Lots of things can happen. I will totally accept the results of this great and historic presidential election if I win. Joe Biden should not concede
0: under any circumstances
5: and said there's no way Trump didn't win and he told me horror
0: stories I object because people are horrified
5: absolute horror stories
0: And I object to the
5: certificate from the state
3: of Georgia and I object to the electoral votes from the state of Georgia I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin I
5: object to the electoral
3: votes of the state of Wisconsin
0: we still don't know what really happened Isaac I mean There's just a lot that I think will be revealed, history will discover.
5: Because lots of things will happen during that period of time.
0: There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. There is
5: no way you can go through a mail-in vote without massive cheating.
0: You don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like, whoa, something's not right here.
5: The election is rigged. Somebody got a ballot for a dog. Somebody got a ballot for something else.
2: Fears of Russia hacking electronic voting machines. I think there was a conspiracy.
3: Trying to rig this election. The Russians hacked our elections once and are likely to do it again. You look at
5: some of the corruption having to do with universal mail-in voting. And if you add two fake votes to each precinct in those tallies, you can win an election by, oh, let's say 80,000 votes. I'm not saying that that happened. But I'm just saying that. You don't know until you see. It depends. U.S. elections could very much be vulnerable to hacks. I think mail-in voting is is going to rig the election. I really do. A future election could be rigged and authorities might not even be able to detect it. But I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots. Ballot machines that one in five Americans used last month are not secure. The ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it. It's not the voting machines that are going to be hacked. It's the actual state rolls where the ta- where they tally up the votes. Well, we're going to have to see what happens. They found a lot of ballots in a river. Uh, they throw them out if they have the name Trump on it, I guess. But they had ballots. They no names on them. They okay, well, they still found them in
0: a river. Okay, so... Alright, now I remember Orf, okay, and I have totally screwed up his name because I remember doing it before. Now, this is how you actually say his name.
6: What's my name? Orphala. Orphala. What is my name? Orphala. Do you know how to say my name? It's a little tricky. Orphala already. O-R-F-A-L-E-A. That is the way you spell my last name. Orphala is the correct way to say O-R-F-A-L-E-A. Reading it is kind of a pain. Pronunciation is insanity. There's no one to blame but my family. O-R-F-A-L-E-A. Orphala. Delivery for Orphalia. Epic fail, bruh. The name is Orphala. Mr. Orphalee, can I see some ID? It's Orphala, cause you don't pronounce the E. Oh, okay, so it's just Orphale? I know the spelling makes it hard to say, but it's Orphala. So it's Yeah, it's Orphala. Ignore the E, son. Mm. Juju sucks, something's wrong with the ears. I don't give a fuck, I'm in a rush to sign here. (laughs)
0: Orphala. Okay, so I tried to do my homework, right? Okay, before this show. And that is how I know I screwed up that name terribly. Orphala. All right, so that's how you say his name. So anyway, this is the fun stuff on this show is, yes, I screw up names. I've got a terrible reputation for doing so. And I apologize. Certainly don't mean to. But apparently, it wasn't just me in this case. There are many people that have done the exact same thing. But orf and that's probably why he goes by orf because it's easier than Orphala because the way it's it's the way you spell it out anyway he was one of the people that did the twitter files as well and exposed all of this stuff and so yeah they tried to demonetize him they had completely pinpointed who is trying to expose this regime and what they've all been up to and it's happening we're all very savvy to all the different things that they've been pulling over our eyes this entire time so yes YouTube has demonetized that channel and then they brought it back after there was an outcry so let's go ahead and have another sip of tea before we get into corruption causes the erosion of trust here we are Okay, so you've got Representative Nancy Mace to Joe Biden. We're coming for you, says just one Treasury suspicious activity report for Biden family money laundering was for tens of millions of dollars and then some. It's a staggering amount of money. They're not even trying to hide this stuff anymore. It's big stuff. It's big money. Like I said, they were trying to kind of paint a little number on there and they say it's much more, a lot more than $50 million. So this whole poor Joe, you know, he's just a working class family and all this stuff, all these stories that he tells. No, not at all. He's in government, isn't he? So you know that he's owned. Well, Nancy Mays, and she is a Republican from South Carolina. She said on Monday that just one suspicious activity report, the SARS, on the Biden family's finances that she reviewed at the Treasury Department earlier this year involves tens of millions of dollars and then some. Mace made the revelation in an interview with America's Newsroom co host Dana Perino on the Fox News channel. Mace also had a warning to Joe Biden on behalf of the Republicans We're coming for you. So, you have, while she was not able to reveal all of the details of the SARS report, she said that the Biden family money laundering schemes involved over 50 million from overseas sources. May said that the amount is staggering. Now, this is just what we know of, okay? There's a lot that we don't know about because there are a lot of bank accounts that were opened by other people is what we have learned. Plus, you've got all of these shell corporations, it is like, you know, I mean, you, you seriously have got to be a detective to put all of these pieces together. They even had some of their, you know, colleagues, some of the people that they've been doing business with, who were opening up accounts on behalf of the Biden regime. All right. So that's happened, including one bank that ended up going belly up as a result of all the money laundering and everything else. I mean, this is just the way they operate. These are like, par- these people are working like a cartel. So she goes on to say, I would say the shock and awe comes from the amount of money laundering that we're talking about is staggering. And I've said this a couple of times, the amount of money the Bidens, I believe, benefit, benefited from is going to be over $50 million. To 17 million from Ukraine alone so far. Now, remember, Ukraine has been their money laundering operation. This is where they have been, you know, rinsing and repeating this money, taking money from us, the American taxpayer, goes over there. You've got all these different people in government who said, oh, no, we don't need anybody to oversee where this money is going, even though the American people would like to see, you know, see exactly where it's headed is it helping the ukrainian people i mean that's that's what we're under the impression of we understand that it is just a massacre going on over there it is just out of control they do not care about human life or anything else but they care about that money they don't want any oversight they don't want us to be able to follow the money why because it's going right on back into their pockets that's why they are all going over there and shaking Zelensky's hand They have an agenda, a personal one. So we're talking about 17 million from Ukraine alone so far. It will be much higher than that overall when we talk about Romania, China, Russia, etc. Now, just one report in of the SARS report, there are 170 of them, plus there were tens of millions of dollars and then some. It's a staggering amount of money. We're talking about between the Biden family and their business associates and these corrupt countries. It's insurmountable in my opinion, and I am disgusted the mainstream media has not investigated it. Well, let's go. Start impeaching. You know, that's the thing. When it came to President Trump, there wasn't an impeachment inquiry. No, they just impeached him and he won. This is the difference between the way the regime does their operations and does their investigations and the way the Republicans do. It's quite a deal. President Trump was innocent, so they just let all this stuff play on out. They did nothing, right? They just said, okay, impeach him, uh you know, Just go ahead and waste all of these millions of dollars of taxpayer funds to go ahead and gaslight the American people that President Trump did something wrong. And then if he tries to run again to reclaim his rightful seat, then we're going to throw all of this stuff back at him and accuse him of everything else that he's already been found clear of. I mean, the Durham report, how long did that last in the news? Not long at all. I mean, Durham didn't even investigate, really. He didn't even call people up and and ask them questions. He was like, oh, well, they're not going to come, so I just figured I wouldn't even bother. What? What does that even mean? I don't know. But this is what's happening right now, and we demand answers. We deserve more than this. This is our country, our money that we're talking about. So, yes, they were being bribed. You've got fired Ukraine prosecutor cooperates Biden corruption Victor Shokin, the fired UK- Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the Biden crime family corruption that Donald Trump was impeached for asking about, has spoken out for the first time since 2019. And he says the Bidens did it. There you go. So to review, you had Shokin had an active and ongoing investigation into Ukrainian energy company Burisma and its owner, Mykola Slavinsky. According to 2020 U.S. Senate committee report, and you had Shlovetsky, who hired Hunter Biden to sit on the board, granted his own company Barisma permits to drill for oil and gas in Ukraine while he was minister of ecology and natural resources, where Shokin stated in a 2019 deposition that there were five criminal cases against Shlovetsky. <laughs> Again, my my pronunciations will make me famous. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Anyway, I apologize to the people that these names are attached to because I am going to hack into them worse than anybody ever has before, including money laundering, corruption, illegal funds, transfers and profiting through shell corporations while he was a sitting minister. So now Shokin has told Fox News that he believes the Bidens were taking bribes. Of course they were. He says, I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is yes, this was the case. They were being bribed, Shokin told the the outlet. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in U.S. money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? He asked in another clip. So here you go. I do not want
4: to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is
3: that, yes, this was the case. They were being bribed. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in uh, U.S. uh, money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption?
0: Goodness sakes, quite the point, right? But, oh, don't ask the media to look in there. No, they're not going to. Well, the full interview with Shokin aired on Saturday evening, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time with Brian Kilmeade. According to the White House, Fox News is giving a platform to lies by airing the interview. Republicans, meanwhile, aren't letting this one go. So you've got Senator Ron Johnson who said, What skill did Hunter have to earn millions of dollars from the corrupt energy company Burisma? Once Victor Shokin started investigating Burisma, Biden made sure he was fired. The evidence exists and no spin from the Biden administration can change the obvious facts. Everybody knows, hello, we've known for quite some time. Check it out.
3: Hunter was being paid millions of dollars by the corrupt oil company Burisma, who Shokin was starting to investigate rather vigorously because Ambassador Pyatt had talked about the corrupt oil company Burisma in a speech he gave in September 2015. The White House is completely twisting a letter that I joined in that was uh, prompted by the heads of the Ukrainian caucus, you know, basically responding to somebody else in the government that quit, that had some complaints. It was a a run-of-the-mill letter urging the Ukrainians to continue to fight uh, uh, corruption within Ukraine. So the the White House is completely taking that out of context, but to do a timeline, in June of 2015, Ah, uh, Victoria Newland, head straight Department person for Ukraine or for Europe, on behalf of John Kerry, sends a glowing letter of praise yeah. to Shokin, hand-delivered by the ambassador. Okay, in September, the ambassador Pyatt gave a speech calling out Burisma. It had to be investigated. So Shokin did so, and it was at that point in time that the alarm bells are going off. All kinds of pressure on the part of GRISMA uh, officials on Hunter. Say, come on, we're paying you all this money. I don't have emails, in this, but you can assume, you know. YOU NEED TO GET YOUR FATHER IN THE GAME HERE AND TAKE THE PRESSURE OFF. AND I THINK, I BELIEVE THAT'S TRULY WHAT HAPPENED. CERTAINLY PEOPLE LIKE GEORGE KENT, uh, THEY WERE CONCERNED ABOUT THE CONFLICT OF INTEREST THAT uh, HUNTER'S POSITION ON THE BOARD WAS CAUSING AND JUST REALLY UNDERMINING THE U.S. EFFORTS TO FIGHT CORRUPTION. SO the, THE WHITE HOUSE IS COMPLETELY TWISTING THAT LETTER THAT I SIGNED TO THE UKRAINIAN CAUCUS. AGAIN, THAT WAS JUST THE OVERALL GOVERNMENT EFFORT WAS TO FIGHT CORRUPTION AND HUNTERS Conflict of interest sitting on that corrupt oil company was undermining U.S. efforts. And again, once Shilkin started investigating Verisma, that's the alarm bells went off. And that's when all of a sudden U.S. government policy completely changed. Right. To the point where even Eric CHIAMELA, remember that name, yep. he was surprised at the change in policy. Ambassador Pyatt, uh, when he found out uh, that there was a change, just said, buckle in. So these people were totally caught off guard by the change in policy prompted by Vice President Biden. Because his son's on the board.
0: Well, look at how many of the people in government's sons were on the board. I mean, we're talking about Piccolosi. We're talking about Kerry. We're talking about Biden. I mean, this is how it's done, right? It's all in the family. And so that's exactly what we have going on there. Not one did any better than the other. They were all doing quite well over there. Millions and millions of dollars. Unbelievable. So earlier this week, we noted that memos obtained by just the news via FOIA request revealed that the Biden administration was still actively communicating with Shokin after Biden's December 2015 threat to withhold $1 billion in U.S. aid unless then-president Poroshenko fired him. The memos revealed that sen- senior State Department officials sent a conflicting message to Shokin before he was fired, inviting his staff to Washington, D. Sleaze for a January 2016 strategy session and sent him a personal note saying that they were very impressed with his office's work. Well, U.S. officials faced pressure from Burisma and the United States to make the corruption allegations go away and feared the energy firm had made two bribery payments in Ukraine as part of an effort to get the cases settled. A top U.S. official in Kiev, they blamed Hunter Biden for undercutting U.S. anti-corruption policy in Ukraine through his dealings with Burisma. Meanwhile, nobody else seems interested in what Shokin has to say. Imagine. So Jonathan Turley, he put out a post on X and he said, Brian Kilmeade just said on Fox that Victor Shokin told him in the interview that no one had asked him for an interview despite his central role in the alleged Biden corruption scandal. Mm, imagine that. Zero Hedge is also an awesome account to follow. They're still on X. They weren't always uh, they were kicked off of Twitter, too, as were so many other people. It, it's great to see Paul Sperry is back, all of these people, but I, I don't know how long they're going to last. I really do not know what the fate of this X is going to be. I have no idea. We can hope for the best, but expect the worst because we've already played this game once before and the corruption is so deep that, honestly, it's gotten bad. All right, so this shouldn't surprise you. Leading into this next piece. All right. Emails reveal that John Kerry held a meeting with Hunter Biden associate just weeks before Ukraine's Shokin was fired. Hmm. Wonder why, right? All right. So you have former Burisma executive and best friend to Hunter Biden, Devon Archer, reportedly met with then-Secretary of State John Kerry in 2016, just weeks before Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin who was investigating the gas company, was fired. It has been revealed via an FBI informant document, FD-1023, released earlier this summer that the Biden family allegedly took $10 million as a bribe to pressure the Ukrainian government to fire Shokin. The prosecutor was fired in March 2016, just weeks after Archer met with Kerry. As reported by Fox News, the businessman met with Kerry at the State Department in Washington D. Slees, in early March. Devon Archer, he, the upcoming to see the S today at 3 o'clock p.m., needs someone to meet, greet him at C Street, the email reads. So, Devon Archer coming to see S today at 3 p.m., Needs someone to meet, greet him at C Street. According to Fox, S refers to Secretary of State Kerry. While the meeting does seem to have taken place, it is anyone's guess as to whether or not they discussed the Ukrainian prosecutor or Burisma. However, the timing of this meeting is suspect. Of course it is. In an interview on Saturday, Shokin explained that he was fired at the insistence of the then-Vice President Biden and that accusations that he was corrupt were unfounded. I have said repeatedly, and this is a quote from him, I have said repeatedly in my previous interviews that then-Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko fired me at the insistence of the then-Vice President Biden because I was investigating Burisma. This is what the former prosecutor general said, Poroshenko, he understood, and so did Vice President Biden, that I had continued to oversee the Burisma investigation, we would have found the facts about the corrupt activities they were engaging in, he continued. That included both Hunter Biden and Devon Archer as others. In testimony to the House Oversight Committee, Devon Archer confirmed that Burisma pressured the Bidens to get shoken fired, which resulted in a phone call to D. Slees in December 2015, just days before Biden was to fly out to Ukraine. Now, this is when Biden was vice president. As previously reported by the D.C. Enquirer, you had Devin Archer law- told lawmakers that Hunter was brought on the board of Burisma in order to reinforce the brand, and that was Biden's last name. That was the ba- the brand. Archer told the House Oversight Committee that Hunter would regularly put his father on speakerphone at least on 20 separate occasions with his business associates. This would prove to Hunter's associates that he had direct access to one of the most powerful men in the world and thus emphasize Hunter's ability to get things done, something that was clearly impressed upon Burisma executives when they wanted to deal with Shokin. Hunter Biden routinely utilized his family name to score lucrative business deals and allegedly get millions of dollars in exchange for favors from then-Vice President Biden. Archer's meeting with Kerry just weeks before Shokin's firing is yet another thread in the growing web of scandal surrounding the Biden family. Don't forget, Piglosi's son was over there too. Do you see why this whole scandal they are trying to keep as tightly under wraps as they possibly can? They are all involved. And people that are asking, hey, how come McConnell won't re- retire? Why won't he go spend time with his loved ones? Why won't Piglosi retire? Why won't Feinstein retire? This is why. This is how they hold on to power. This is how they get their kids to get into the business. This is how the family dynasty continues. They're not even thinking about, you know, letting go of the reins. Not anytime soon until they wake up with a tag on their toe. I mean, that's really how this is going to go, okay? They believe that this is a permanent position and that they are going to be there for a lifetime and that is not only to protect themselves and their dirty dealings but also to pass it on to the next one in their family and to make sure that they are able to climb that exact same ladder and get into that exact same position it's the same same groundhog day every day you wake up it's the same stuff so you've got all kinds of stuff here of course you've got america America First Legal, they have obtained over 1,000 emails between VP Biden and Rosemont Seneca. This is a mockingbird media collusion favors for friends and more. And it is. You've never seen such collusion. And you wonder, Okay, so what does the media get out of it? again they get all of these interviews which means they get all of these advertisers which means they are owed owned and beholden they get to run in these circles they get invitations to all of these different events they can cover them they you know don't even have to show their badge they can just walk right on in they have got that kind of status in these political circles and it is a big money maker it's a big payoff it's dirt. so It seems more and more evident that Joe Biden flat out lied to the American people on the 2020 debate stage, among other times, when he said that he had no association with his son's businesses. You've seen him up there lying. Um, And you've got all kinds of reports on emails from Hunter Biden's laptop. And you've got all these negotiations between Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca, former Clinton aide Sally Painter's Blue Star Strategies and Burisma's Vadim Porhashinsky, (laughs) Pozharsky, expressed in his final goals for their agreement. So basically, here's a quote. To formulate a list of deliverables, including but not limited to a concrete course of actions, including meetings, communications resulting in high-ranking U.S. officials in Ukraine, U.S. ambassador, and in the U.S., publicly or in private communication, comment expressing their positive opinion and support of Nikolai Barisma to the highest level of decision makers here in Ukraine that email thread that is a quote and that email thread also disclosed that Pozharsky would wire a $60,000 retainer today and asked BS likely Blue Star to countersign their agreement just a few weeks later you had joe biden who flew to ukraine for the infamous son of a bitch was fired meeting you remember that clip right and that's when the ukrainian president petro Poroshenko was there and we've seen that clip dozens and dozens of time that times that should have been right there reason to begin to investigate but how old is that clip And what do they do? They allow the statute of limitations to run out on each and every single one of these things. That's what they're doing with Hunter Biden. They just want the statute of limitations to run out now so that he will never, ever face any kind of punishment for all the different things that they're charging him for. That's how frightening this whole thing is. And they do that. That's why they appoint their friends into these positions. That's why they're there to slow everything down. So you have uh, this course. I mean, it's unreal. You've got just a week, few weeks later, you had him meet and you had that video. This, of course, is a drop in the bucket of evidence that has come to light suggesting that both Joe and Hunter were acting as foreign agents with their deals between Ukrainian companies, Russian oligarchs and politicians and the Chinese Communist Party, among others. There's even more. In a disclosed press release, America First Legal, they have now obtained over 1,000 emails between Rosemont Seneca and the office of the vice OVP president from the National Archives. Now, remember, it took them forever to get this. All right. They've been asking for this for quite some time. They are just now getting their paws on it. From the National Archives via a lawsuit, AFL started the thread on X by saying the sheer volume of emails exchanged between Hunter Biden and his associates at Rosemont Seneca and the office of the vice president is telling in itself. The White House asserted executive privilege to withhold 200 emails because release would disclose confidential advice between the president and his advisors or between such advisors. So the American people cannot know what is in those emails, but a private business that has no direct role in the U.S. government is acceptable as a party to these emails? I don't think so. In the emails below are what they could release. We are all dying to know what they can't, of course, because like I said, they're covering. This is what they do best. That's why they are there. This is why they get these book deals and why they get these positions of power in government and are not looking for a job. Right? I mean, never work in Hollywood, Hollywood again. You've heard that. Well, that's the exact same thing that happens up there in D.C. Don't think it doesn't. And they're threatening lawyers, people that want to to defend President Trump. They're threatening them that if they even go near President Trump, that that they will just completely be outcast in the legal profession. This is what they do. They destroy people. This is their business. President Trump has had a horrible time trying to get legal counsel and everything else. There have been so many articles that I've read about it where they're saying, hey, you don't even know what he has gone through just to get somebody to represent him because this is how bad this cartel, this machine is. So you have all of this stuff, Party Like a rock star, among the emails involving the name Rosemont Seneca was a uh, 2011 guest list for the China State Luncheon where Devon Archer of Rosemont Seneca was in attendance. He was sent a letter by Vice President Biden and the next day stating, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Who." The typed letter included a handwritten postscript saying, happy you guys are together, likely referring to Archer and Hunter Biden. Well, an article from the Free Beacon in May 2023 revealed that Eric Sherwin of Rosemont Seneca initiated contact with the vice president top aides to get an associate into the 2010 State Department lunch with senior Chinese Communist Party officials. Other emails that were obtained by AFL from the lawsuit included White House events that Hunter Biden attended or requested tickets for guests, including the 2011 White House Easter egg roll. Been there, by the way, I have. And the June 7th, 2011 state arrival ceremony for the Chancellor of the Federal Republic of Germany, Dr. Angela Merkel. And guest list from the 2009 to 2011 saint patrick's day white house reception and united kingdom state dinner and state visit in march 2012 there was also request from hunter for vice president biden's signature on photographs so a favor for a big guy for for a guy from apple One of the emails in the documents obtained by AFL revealed that lobbyist Doug Davenport reached out to Rosemont Seneca's Eric Sherwin for a last-minute ticket for a Christmas White House tour for his guy from Apple. Sherwin wrote back to Davenport, yes, you do need it for the public tour if they are going to the front of the line, which is the only way we can get it done, end quote. Rosemont Seneca uh, reached out directly to the OVP and asked for the last minute big favor, end quote, to get their associates into the Christmas White House tour. Here it is. Here is the emails. They're all there. On another occasion, you had the chief operating officer and general counsel at Third Point, a hedge fund founded by Dan Loeb. A Democrat billionaire that Hunter and Associates were invested in reached out for a favor. My daughter and my mother are going to Washington D. Slees on August 10th through 14th. Is there any chance they can see the White House while they are there? Well, according to AFL emails on Hunter's laptop, they revealed that he was helping the third point raise billions of dollars from China's sovereign wealth fund, CIC. Mockingbird Media Collusion In one email exchange between Sherwin and Kate Bedingfield from the OVP about a negative, this is a quote, negative story on Hunter or Joe Biden from Bloomberg reporter Margaret Talib, Sherwin writes, I would just urge her, and here in parentheses, as I know you are doing, that there is no news there. And even if she uses it, she should avoid getting into past stories, Navy, etc. that have nothing to do with this, end quote. To which Beddingfield responds, absolutely. We've had two conversations about it. She will only use if her editors hold a gun to hear to her mm, head. She absolutely will not do the second thing, end quote. This is how it works. So... Here it is, the emails. A Wall Street Journal reporter asked the White House if a story about Hunter Biden being on the border Burisma was counter to Joe Biden's anti-corruption message. And so here it is. Here's the main question. I was hoping that you could answer for the story. The vice president has served as the point person to deliver U.S. calls for Ukraine to root out corruption. Do you believe Hunter's involvement with Mr. slavetsky for whom many Ukrainians have come to symbolize as the sort of behavior the vice president is demanding the country put to an end undermines the U.S. message. Well, in response, Sherwin provided the White House with quotes from both Hunter and another member of the Burisma board, former Polish president Kwasniewski. <laughs> I knew I messed that one up too. All right, so From Eric Schwerwin, he says, let me know if you get this. Wasn't sure of your email from a spokesperson for Hunter. Of course, you know, this is who they have working for them. They make sure that they get everything uh, polished and, and approved before they put out a statement. But here it is. Quote, Hunter Biden joined the board to strengthen corporate governance and transparency at a company working to advance energy security for Ukraine. There are also goals for the United States. Far from being out of sync with the policies of the United States, the board is working to bring these, this privately held energy company into the kind of future that is critical for a free and strong Ukraine. These are goals that attracted not just Hunter to the effort, but respected American and European political and business leaders. Okay, so the best of the best are, are putting out these statements. Now, from the former president, they wrote, I joined the board of Burisma to highlight that this is a new era in Ukraine where companies can be organized around sound business, principles, and free of corruption. I support democratic Ukraine, one that has a functioning and independent energy sector with best best practice corporate governance. Burisma, its management, and its board are committed to these same goals, and I am proud of my role with the company. If we speak seriously about energy independence in Ukraine, we must support such independent companies such as Burisma. Do you see how all this works and operates? It's unreal. So at one point in the menage trois between Eric Schwerwin of Rosemont Seneca, Kate Bedingfield of the OVP, and Bloomberg reporter Margaret Tlaive, Tlaive assured her that she is doing everything that she can not to use the interview, Beddingfield in an email to Hunter's business partner then said I will have a transcript soon but my quick notes on his answer are no one has any doubt about my record on corruption I don't talk to my son about his business and my children don't talk to me about mine end quote I guess Eric Schwerwin of Rosemont Seneca, Seneca talking to Kate Beddingfield of the office of the vice president discussing potentially damaging stories that they're trying to squash isn't technically Joe Biden talking to Hunter Biden about business. You understand what that actually means. I know you do. We've watched it and watched it and watched it. And every single time I read these stories, it makes me even crazier. Because we've known all of this. It's like, move on already. But that's why sharing these stories and tagging people like Kevin McCarthy, I don't even like calling him speaker anymore. Well, maybe that's fitting for him because that's all he does is talk. He doesn't do anything. So speak away. Mm. He's just as bad as all the others. They just talk, 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 and they do absolutely nothing. But the more that you put pressure on them, the more that you tag them, the more that you call their offices, the more that you you know, say, hey, look, We put you up there for a reason. You're holding the gavel. Do you not understand the powers? Do you not understand that you can go ahead and stop funding these fools and their operations? The more they're going to start to get the message and get uncomfortable about the fact that they may be overwhelmingly out of office, voted out of office, whether they were speaker or not. It's not the first time it's happened. It's not the last time. But it's going to be over for them. So you have all of these emails, right? And all of these aliases. National Archives have 5,400 Biden emails with pseudonyms. Okay, this is another way that they were communicating. They had different emails. And they were trying to say, oh, it's because of all the spam they get. It has nothing to do with that. When you're talking about 5,400 emails, emails right that's just what we know of that are being sent you start to recognize exactly what's going on here this is the way they were communicating and different emails talked about different subjects so the exist the existence of the records was confirmed by the NARA and that was in response to a june twenty twenty two Freedom of Information Act request from Southeastern Legal Foundation, specifically the SLF, a nonprofit constitutional legal group, requested emails relating to the accounts of here here are the pseudonyms Robert Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, and JRB Ware. Pseudonyms Joe Biden was known to use in the White House during his time as vice president under Barack Obama. This is according to the Post. The legal foundation sued NARA for the release of the records on Monday. The group claims the records could show Joe Biden may have provided government information to his son, Hunter Biden. You had Kimberly Herman, SLF general counsel. She said in a statement, and this is a quote, All too often, public officials abuse their power by using it for their personal or political benefit. When they do, many seek to hide it. The only way to preserve governmental integrity is for NARA to release Joe Biden's nearly 5,400 emails to SLF, and thus the public. The American public deserves to know what is in them. And it's absolutely true. I mean, seriously, when you're talking about that many emails, that's eyebrow raising. It really is. I mean, hold on to your MAGA hat because that's where we're at. So you have all of these people that are talking about you have The request have identified approximately 5,138 email messages, 25 electronic files, 200 pages of potentially responsive records that must be processed in order to respond to your request, according to the lawsuit. The SLF said none of the emails or documents have been turned over to the group. This is the problem. They just stall it. On, January, I mean, on August 17th, Representative James Comer, the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chair, demanded that NARA release the records from Joe Biden's years as vice president from the times that overlapped with the activities of his son's activities in Ukraine, particularly the emails that were signed with the pseudonyms Robert Peters, Robin Ware, and J.R.B. Ware. Don't know what he's got with the whole Ware last name, but he does. Comer, Republican Kentucky, in a letter to NARA, archivist, uh, archivist, you have Colleen Shogun, also requested that all unredacted documents and communications in which Hunter Biden, Eric Sherwin, or Devin Archer are copied. And for all rec- drafts of speech, Joe Biden delivered to the Ukrainian Rada or Parliament in December 2015. They know where this all leads. They know exactly and they're holding on to all this stuff. Oh, there we go. Sirens again. Hmm. Just on the show. Not, not during a Trump truth. So you get an idea. You can hear it. That's what I have to deal with over here. It's just insane. Oh, my gosh. My timing is always terrible. And especially when I'm trying to do those Trump truths. All of a sudden, sirens. Okay. Welcome to, you know, this is what happens under Gavin Newsom's Tent. So Garland tells the DOJ, Jim Jordan, that it will not cooperate with Hunter-related subpoenas. Now, why is this fool still sitting up here? Are you kidding? They could have impeached him immediately. They have every single reason why they should. Merrick Garland's DOJ told the House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan that his subpoenas for two FBI agents involved in the investigation into Hunter Biden cannot be enforced due to an ongoing investigation. Last week, you had House Republicans. They subpoenaed the FBI agents, Thomas Sobosinski and Rashida Holly to compel testimony on political interference and preferential treatment in the Hunter Biden investigation. Garland's DOJ said that the, the subpoenas couldn't be enforced because Congressman Jim Jordan barred DOJ lawyers at their depositions. Again, why in the world is Garland still up there? Do you really think that we're going to be able to make any headway with that fool in charge? No, we're not. They have every reason to go ahead and impeach him and then prosecute him, but they're not doing anything, nothing. They're funding it and they're allowing it to be funded. The subpoenas issued by the committee prohibit the attendance of agency counsel at appearances by two FBI employees where the committee has indicated that it will ask questions regarding information they learned within the scope of their official duties, including regarding the ongoing in- criminal investigation. Now, this is according to... This is Carlos Urarte, the DOJ Assistant Attorney General, wrote. So, these subpoenas, they lack legal and cannot constitutionally be enforced. Are you kidding me? After what they have done to our Constitution? The Washington Examiner reported that the Department of Injustice, as we like to call it here on this show, informed the House Judiciary Committee on Tuesday night that it would not cooperate with the subpoenas for two FBI agents involved in the department's investigation of Hunter Biden because of the committee's stipulations for their depositions. Now you have Carlos Urarte, the DOJ assistant attorney who claimed in a letter obtained by the Washington Examiner to committee chairman Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, that his subpoenas to the two agents lack legal effect and cannot constitutionally be enforced because Jordan had prohibited DOJ lawyers at their depositions. He also noted that compelling testimony from the pair of FBI officials, special agents, you had... Thomas Sobosinski, and Raishia Holly of the FBI's Baltimore Fear Field Office was premature because the DOJ was open to continuing discussions with Jordan. Well Jordan's deposition rule aligns with the House rules, which do not permit Department counsel at depositions. The DOJ and the committee could, however, negotiate to have Sobacinski and Hawley appear voluntarily with the DOJ lawyers instead of appearing in the form of a deposition. The letter from the DOJ was in response to the subpoenas issued by the Judiciary and House Ways and Means to compel testimony, witness testimony on political interference and preferential treatment in the Hunter Biden investigation. Republican lawmakers last week issued the following press release. So they go on to talk about it all. Here it is. According to sworn whistleblower testimony, U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware David Weiss stated during an October 7th 2022 meeting with DOJ and IRS personnel that he is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed against Hunter Biden and that in multiple instances, his efforts to bring charges in multiple jurisdictions were denied. This was documented in an email sent the day of the meeting and provided to the Ways and Means Committee. Yet Attorney General Merrick Garland previously testified before Congress that Weiss had all the authority necessary to pursue charges to and Mr. Weiss told Congress that he had ultimate authority over the case. April 2022, Garland testifies before the Senate that U.S. House Attorney David Weiss is supervising the investigation and is in charge of that investigation. He also testifies that there will not be interference of any political or improper kind. March 2023, Garland again testifies before a Senate committee and is asked whether USAO Weiss had the authority to bring charges outside of Delaware with special, without special counsel status. Garland replies: The U.S. attorney in Delaware has been advised that he has full authority to make those kinds of referrals that you were talking about, or bring cases in other jurisdiction if he feels necessary. And I will assure that if he does, he will be able to do that. I have promised to ensure that he is able to carry out his investigation and that he will be able to run it. And if it needs to bring it into another jurisdiction, he will have full authority to do that. Well, fast forward to June 7th, 2023. U.S. Attorney Weiss sends a letter to House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan claiming that he had full authority over the investigation and to bring charges in the case only after a sweetheart deal fell apart during a hearing before a federal judge in Delaware did A.G. Garland designate Mr. Weiss as special counsel raising concerns that attorney generals and Mr. Weiss's statements to Congress were not truthful the subpoenas were sent to the following in- individuals You have Michael T. Batdorf, an IRS director of field operations. Daryl J. Walden, IRS special agent in charge. Thomas J. Sabasinski, that is an FBI special agent in charge. Rashia Holly, which is the FBI assistant special agent in charge. That's where we are. My gosh. This is going to take a lot of work to clean out this sleaziest place in the world kid you not You want to talk about sleeves this is sleeves Eh. who needs movies who needs books who needs anything else you've got the government here at work every single day and we're just players we're pawns in the whole game problem is they're using our money and our laws against we the people when they themselves are the criminals So you have a corrupt Obama judge. Like I say, it's going to take a long time. That's why I think President Trump is the man for the job. And you've got all of these Obama appointees. He's out there. He finds Rudy Giuliani guilty because he didn't turn over devices the FBI confiscated from his home. Okay, they confiscated it from his home. So here you are. Rudy Giuliani was found guilty by Obama-appointed U.S. District Court Judge Beryl Howell in the Washington D.C. Sleaze because he didn't turn over devices that the FBI took from his home. A federal judge ruled on Wednesday that Rudy Giuliani is legally liable for defaming two Georgia election workers who became the subject of conspiracy theories related to the 2020 election that were amplified by Donald Trump in the final weeks of his presidency. In an unsparing 57-page ruling, you had a U.S. District Court judge, Beryl Howell, who said that Giuliani had flagrantly violated her orders to preserve and produce relevant evidence to the election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, resulting in a default judgment against him. She also ordered him to pay Freeman and Moss punitive damages for failing to fulfill his obligations. I kid you not the ruling means the case will now proceed to trial purely to determine the amount of damages Giuliani will have to pay the two election workers just just as taking shortcuts to win an election carries risk even potential criminal liability bypassing discovery process carries serious sanctions Howell wrote Clearly, she is biased beyond repair, unable to oversee any case based on her leanings. Hidden in Far Left Political's report is the following, and here it is. Giuliani has blamed several factors for his difficulties in searching his records for evidence relevant to the case. Those factors include the FBI seizure of his devices in 2021 as part of a foreign influence Investigation, which did not lead to any charges against him, and serious personal financial difficulties he has faced since Trump's defeat in 2020. The FBI took every electronic device in my apartment and my law office, Giuliani said at a May hearing in the suit. Indignantly, he insisted that he was not trying to deny the plaintiffs access to the evidence related to their claims. He said, I've been dealing with this for 50 years I understand the obligation there's nothing I want to hide I'd like to see everything not being perfect doesn't mean you're deleting things I don't delete things Ted Goodman a political advisor to Giuliani echoed that point on Wednesday calling the ruling a prime example of the weaponization of our justice department justice system where the process is the punishment this decision. Should be reversed as Mayor Giuliani is wrongly accused of not preserving electronic evidence that was seized and held by the FBI. This is what Goodman said, and here is crooked barrel's three page decision. You can check it out here. This is justice and the oh Biden, as I like to call it, but they're calling it the Biden Obama regime. Crooked Hillary would be better than this. ah, ah. gosh. Really makes you want to just jump in the shower and cleanse, doesn't it? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, another day in this corrupt world. It just really Oh my gosh. All right. So, real quick, if you have not subscribed to the channel, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. I'm going to go ahead and have a sip of tea here. I hope you all are doing the same. But please subscribe, it really helps out. And definitely comment in the description. I do read what you have to say. I am very interested. And I'll see you in just a sec. We go. We just keep marching. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a cliff or not in our near future, but we just keep going strong anyway, because that's what we do here. <clears throat> All right. So we just have this one. And this is House Republicans lost launch an investigation into Jack Smith's office meeting with Biden White House officials. Look. We have got to go ahead and impeach those that we already know are corrupt to the core. And those are the people that are running these departments. Okay, so we have every reason in the world. I'm I'm just talking off the cuff here to go ahead and impeach Garland, impeach Mayorkas, all right, impeach Ray impeach Biden we've got all of this stuff to do it now whether we get the votes or not are not the point okay they did the exact same thing with President Trump but hey we're in an election season you would think that the Republicans would take a page there's plenty of reasons to get rid of all this stuff these are the people that are actually funding these groups and we have to get them out so House Judiciary Republicans on Tuesday they are listening to you by the way do not think for one second they are not they absolutely know they need to strike whether they have the votes or not, they need to get their act together because they know that the American people are fully aware of what's going on. They can no longer play these games or look cute on camera or act like they're busy. It doesn't work for us. So you've got House Judiciary Republicans on Tuesday who launched an investigation into Jack Smith's office meeting with Biden White House officials. Joe Biden's White House counsel office quietly met with the special counsel jack smith aides just weeks before trump was indicted in the classified documents case according to visitor logs reviewed by the new york post you had jay bratt a prosecutor on jack smith's massive team with carolyn sabah the deputy chief of staff for Biden's White House counsel office on March 31st, 2023. The special counsel's prosecutor met with Biden staffers just days after Obama appo- appointed Judge Beryl Howell, ordered Trump's lawyer to testify before the grand jury. So here you've got Judge Howell who flipped on Trump's own lawyer. Now, this is the exact same Howell that just went after Giuliani. You see how this whole work? This whole thing works, in Sleaze. Same exact judge. This judge Howell flipped Trump's own lawyer, Eric Cochran, into a witness when she obliterated Trump's attorney-client privilege in a ruling. Jack Smith indicated President Trump, uh, indicted President Trump weeks later on 37 charges related to classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. This is more evidence that Joe Biden is coordinating with prosecutors to lock up his main political rival, Donald Trump, in the middle of an election. President Trump, and I'm loving, I'm loving the fact that I'm doing the truth because I get to hear it from his own words. He is talking about this. If they had all of this evidence, if they had all of this case, why didn't they, if they had this case, why didn't they bring it two and a half years ago? Really? What have they been sitting on it for? If it was so true blue that he had broken all of these rules and all of these laws, and if he was such a threat, right, to our democracy, surely they would have nipped it in in the bud way back when, but they didn't. Why? Why didn't they? Because... They knew he was going to run for election, and they wanted to trip him up. They wanted to deplete him from being able, you know, to use his funds to run his campaign. And then they wanted to make sure that he had to be in multiple locations and multiple jurisdictions defending himself. It's absurd is what it is. It makes everybody angry. Everyone's angry. And when I told a few liberals just a couple of days ago, I said, hey, You do understand this is only making President Trump more powerful, right? It's only proving the point, right, that this is a weaponized government. Any political opponents, when you start doing that, you are no different than a third world country. And especially when you see all of these things that are coming out about Biden and Hunter and the Biden family corruption and all of the different shell company. I mean, all the things that I've been reading to you. I mean, it's just just more of the same. So Judge Howell flipped Trump's own lawyer. Jack Smith indicted President Trump weeks later on 37 charges related to classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. This is more evidence that Joe Biden is coordinating with prosecutors to lock up his main political rival, Donald Trump, in the middle of an election. So true. House Republicans launched an investigation into this meeting The Committee on the Judiciary is continuing its oversight of the Biden Justice Department's commitment to impartial justice and its handling of a special counsel investigation against President, I call him Resident, Biden's chief opponent in the upcoming presidential election. According to a recent report from Jay Bratt, a Department of Justice employee and top aide to special counsel Jack Smith, he met with White House officials multiple times just weeks before Smith indicted former President Trump. This new information raises serious concerns regarding the potential of a coordinated effort between the department and the White House to investigate and prosecute President Biden's political opponents, they wrote. So in September 2021, you had Mr. Bratt reportedly met with an advisor to the White House chief of staff, Two months later, in November 2021, Mr. Bratt again went to the White House to meet with administration officials. During the same period, President Trump's lawyer were negotiating with the National Archives about presidential records from his tenure in office. So according to reporting... You have Mr. Bratt's 2021 White House meetings related to national security. Subsequently, on March 31st, 2023, just nine weeks prior to Mr. Smith's indictment of President Trump, you had Mr. Bratt, who met with the White House Counsel Office Deputy Chief of Staff, Carolyn Saba, and FBI Special Agent Daniel Ray for a case-related interview. This is according to what the Republicans are saying. The Judiciary Committee is asking for the following information by September 12, 2023. One, all documents and communications referring or relating to any appointment, meeting, or other visit by Mr. Bratt to the White House or the executive office of the resident, that's what I call him, and two, all documents and communications between the executive offices, office of the resident, and the Department of Injustice, as I also refer, referring to or relating to the investigation and or prosecutions of special counsel Jack Smith. You know that they were colluding, right? I don't have to tell you that. So we talk about election fraud. Can we talk about the real election interference playing out before our eyes? This is a great red state article and it is so true. I mean, look at what they're doing. Trump, years in prison, lock him up. Could it be any more obvious to anyone else? The Democrats are working to desperately keep President Trump off the ballot with lawfare, hoping that one of the four indictments will take him out before the election. But that's not likely to stop him. As he said, and he intends to continue to run no matter what they throw up against him. That's what you have to love about President Trump. He truly is Teflon Don. He just is. I mean, that's just who he is. He, he has had all of this stuff. He expects it. He sees it coming. And he knows what they're up to. And they know he knows. And that's why he's so incredibly calm. Is because he has so much more on them than they do on him. But as far as allies with the lamestream mockingbird media, he has none. Trump is being treated terribly by Fox News. Don't let Foxy Fox fool you, not even for one little second. I don't care who they put into those slots. I really don't. I don't care what they claim. They very much work for Murdoch and they are going to keep it that way. They know that they have lost a huge chunk of their audience. They know that podcast and and Tucker Carlson and all these different platforms are now getting the traffic they desire. And you know what? We need to just go ahead and, and... you know, put in the final nail to the coffin. Stop watching them. You have to. I mean, you're really not giving up anything other than propaganda. You can look all over Fox News and really, I mean, is there any reason to stay? I don't think so. I've seen a few clips. It's not nothing that I would be interested in. You can get really great news from other sources I mean you really can't we do a show Kat and I do a show Monday through Friday and then I do the show here on Saturday but it's not just us I mean if we're not your cup of tea there are plenty others so you know use them please absolutely but don't continue to fund this stuff it's just you have to bud light them you really do you just have to bud light them and you have the power to do so so get it done So their next option is to impair him so much with legal action that he can't campaign campaign like he normally would. I mean, can you imagine right now if he didn't have all this going on? He would be doing a a huge rally every single weekend. I'm thrilled to see that he's doing these videos on his page on truth and he's talking about truth being his home. He fully knows that X is going to censor him as well. He put up his mugshot over there so that the world could actually see it but I he wouldn't be saying look you can get all of this on truth this is my home if he didn't know exactly what was coming down the pipe we have been down this road before we don't need to relive it again so while it's good that everybody is over there well most everybody but a lot of people are losing their accounts there is a means to the end I don't think it's going to last long I really do not so that's what they plan on doing is just basically tripping him up with all this stuff. I mean, you should see the calendar. The calendar is just really absurd and it tells the story. The fact that they would even do this on Super Tuesday, I mean, that's all you really need to know. But I mean, look at all this stuff. I put this up here just for all of you because I always revisit it. The, Trump is headed to court for seven different cases. His trial dates so far. OK, here are the criminal cases right here. You've got march 25th 2024 hush money may 20th 2024 classified documents to be determined the date of the federal election interference to be determined this is the georgia election interference super tuesday you've got civil cases over here october 2nd this one new york ag for fraud january 15th 2024 e gene carroll for defamation you have january 29th 2024 this is a class action suit for fraud i mean this is exactly how they're trying to trip him up completely and it's not working it's just making him even more powerful and so i think in that respect it's waking people up he is the talk of the town President Trump has got this incredible ability to turn even negative news into positive news he uses it to his advantage he knows how the game is played and he does it better than anybody so all of this stuff believe you me is going to work to his advantage so I don't worry about him at all but I do worry about this country because we'll have four years let's of bring pro- in another whoops, expert on. on this professor emeritus at Harvard Law School
7: here. and author of Get Trump
0: hang on there it is all right, that's the next one that I'm going to be talking to you about. Okay, so this was a YouTube video. You have constitutional expert insurrection and rebellion is in the eye of the beholder. You've got the Harvard pr- professor, Alan Dershowitz, who is talking about it with Greg Kelly to weigh in on President Trump, right, and Trump's legal, the latest legal updates with phony Fannie Willis and all of that mess. And it is totally true. Um, And this is a really great take because it is all about that. Get Trump. So here he is. He's talking about it. Check it out.
7: The threat to civil liberties, due process, and our constitutional rule of law, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor, thank you so much for joining us tonight. But before we get started, I want to wish you a very heartfelt happy birthday to you today.
8: Well, thank you. 85 years old and still kicking, still making trouble. So
7: God bless and wishing you many more happy and healthy to come. Well, thank you. All right. As if two impeachments, four indictments, a mugshot, that wasn't enough for the left's attempt to get Trump. They now have a new tactic. Take a listen. A push in some states to use the 14th Amendment to remove
0: former President Trump's name from the ballot. The secretaries of state in three key battleground states are responding to those calls. His actions on January 6th, um, amounted to, um, uh, that they were in violation of him protecting the Constitution, therefore under the 14th Amendment, he he has disqualified himself from being a candidate.
7: We've been saying all along that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment presents a, a clear and unequivocal statement. Donald Trump is disqualified. You know, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment states that no one should hold office in the United States if they, quote, have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, end quote. But Trump isn't even charged with insurrection. So what are your thoughts on this move to keep Trump off the ballot in 24, Professor?
8: Well, it is so unconstitutional. You'd think Jamie Raskin, who was in my first-year class at Harvard Law School, would know better, but he was taught also by... Professor Lawrence Tribe, who thinks the Constitution means whatever the Democrats, the radicals, the left and tribe wants it to mean. Obviously, the 14th Amendment was designed to disqualify people who fought in the Civil War. It was obviously fought in the Civil War. They uh, still wore their Confederate uniforms. They, They were sons of the Confederacy. It was never intended to apply 150 years later. What's the process? How do you determine if a person was involved in an insurrection or a rebellion? There are some people who think that mayors who declare city sanctuary cities are involved in insurrection or rebellion. There are some people who think that people who uh, violently protested the killing of George Floyd were involved in insurrection and rebellion. Insurrection and rebellion is in the eye of the beholder. You can't have a process for not only disqualifying a candidate, but you can actually remove somebody under their interpretation of the statute without having a process. There's no process. It doesn't tell us how to do it. Certainly, just because Jamie Raskin thinks he's disqualified doesn't make him disqualified. It's the most undemocratic approach. They're trying to get a dozen or a few dozen people to decide who the next president will be. Secretaries of state are not elected to become the electoral college if they want to decide who's president let them run for the electoral college this is absurd dangerous unconstitutional and yet another weaponization of the constitution for uh, partisan purposes extremely And I well have said. challenged professor debate to professor tribe and I challenged Jamie Raskin come on your show let's debate this two constitutional scholars I know as much about the constitution as they do, I've read it as often. I went back in the congressional debates. Let's have a debate.
7: They won't I challenge do it. you, <laughs> Professor. That's not going to happen because they won't dare do it because they know you're not. right on the merits. But there's also been calls for for a special session in an impeachment inquiry into the Fulton County D.A. Fauci Willis. But Georgia Governor Brian Kemp has rejected the idea completely. He's been, and he said, "Quote: The bottom line is that in the state of Georgia, as long as I'm governor." We're going to follow the law and the Constitution, regardless of who helps or who it
8: harms politically. So do you
7: think there should be an investigation into Forney Willis to remove her,
8: or what do you think there? She hasn't committed an impeachable offense. I think there ought to be a congressional investigation as to whether or not she violated somehow her obligation to the citizens when she said she was going to try the case within six months. You can't try a 19 defendant case with multiple counts, uh, RICO, within six months. Uh, just like you can't try the DC case on March 4th with 12,700,000 items of discovery. You know, the judge and the prosecutor say, well, defense attorneys don't have to read it, they can just skim through it. Well, I know more about being a defense attorney than either of them. You don't just skim material given to you by the government, you read every word. Absolutely. You don't become an ineffective counsel or engage in malpractice okay. no judge can make you violate your oath of office
7: extremely well said it would be tantamount to malpractice professor as always you're uh, you're on
0: there you go it is so true i mean but that this is exactly what they're throwing at president trump and it is just absolutely frightening and you know as far as kemp is concerned he's one of the biggest rhinos ever okay so georgia basically had the choice of Stacey Abrams or Kemp that's why Kemp's there but is he really doing that that great of a job absolutely not and Rafsenberger all of these people have been meeting okay with Soros and and everybody else that are involved in some of these packs and these different meetings and they've been exposed for who they are we know who they are and it's only a matter of time before people say hey we're, we're going to get involved in local politics and we're going to start taking this country back. We are tired of the people that are up there right now destroying it, and they are. So President Trump is doing all of these really great videos. I am so happy to see it. I mean, he basically, he is going on and he's saying World War Three has never been closer. Victoria Newland. okay, I saw her name in chat a little bit ago. I couldn't wait to let you know that, yes, we will be talking about her. She is so horrible. She really, really is. So World War III has never been closer. Victoria Newland of fake Russian dossier fame and the military industrial complex are out of control. President Trump is not holding back. He is getting his message out there. This is going to be the way that he what? campaigns. And so you're going to see a lot of these clips, you know, short ones. You're going to see uh, long ones. You're going to see him really telling you the story of why you should be voting for him. Check this out.
5: World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America's last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the National Security Industrial Complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war, is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people, such as Victoria Nuland, and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine, toward NATO, not to mention the State Department's support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world, and now we're teetering on the brink of World War III. And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it, and I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. None of this excuses in any way the outrageous and horrible invasion of Ukraine one year ago, which would have never happened if I was your president, not even a little chance. But it does mean that here in America, we need to get rid of the corrupt globalist establishment that has botched every major foreign policy decision for decades, and that includes President Biden, whose own people said he's never made a good decision when it comes to looking at other countries, and looking at wars. We have to replace them with people who support American interests. Over our four years in the White House, we made incredible progress in putting the America last contingent aside and bringing the world to peace. And now, we're going to complete the mission. The State Department, Pentagon, and National Security Establishment will be a very different place by the end of my administration. In fact just into my administration it'll be a very different place and it'll get things done just like i did four years ago we never had it so good we'll also stop the lobbyists and the big defense contractors from going in and pushing our senior military and national security officials toward conflict only to reward them when they retire with lucrative jobs getting paid millions and millions of dollars Take a look at the globalist, warmonger donors backing our opponents. That's because they're candidates of war. I am the president who delivers peace, and it's peace through strength. There was a reason we had no conflict. There was a reason we didn't get into wars, because other countries respected us. I entirely built all right from the beginning, rebuilt our military. It's a big reason for that. They didn't want to mess around with the United States, and now they're laughing at us. We could end the Ukraine conflict in 24 hours with the right leadership. At the end of my next four years, the warmongers and frauds and failures of the senior ranks of our government will all be gone, and we will have a new group of competent national security officials who believe in defending America's vital interests above all else. Thank you very much.
0: That's why. We're going to get this man back in office. Why is there so okay. much murder? That is why we're getting him back in office. There's no question about it. I mean, you have a choice. You really do. You want things to keep running the way they are right now. Everything that they were saying that President Trump was going to do when we hired him as our president, get us into wars, get us into all of you know our economy, our open borders, all this stuff. They, they accused President Trump of doing exactly what Joe Biden is doing right now. President Trump got us out of all of that mess. That's why he is such a threat to them. And he will continue to be a threat to him, to them. This is how bad these people are. And that's why we've got to do something about it. I mean, he is talking about it. He's saying Donald Trump defiantly declares we will not comply in response to efforts to reinstate the COVID lockdowns and masks and vaccine mandates. You better believe it. We, we're not going to do that again. But see, here's the thing, just like Tucker was saying, they know this. They know we're not going to fall for all of that nonsense again. Never, ever, ever. We have got one man who we know the the election was stolen and they were able to do it through masks. They know we're not going to fall for that again. But they've got World War III that they are and they don't care if they lose. They, they honestly do not care. Th- this is something that they... You know they don't care about our livelihood or anything else. Our, our the people that we send to protect our country, the frontliners, our veterans—they don't care. My gosh, look at how they treat people in this country. Not even at all. Not even close. So President Trump is honestly talking about the fact that we're not going to comply with any of this nonsense, and this is why he's such a threat. He's the only man for the job. So the, the mugshot for the ages. Well, President Trump, he delivered a masterclass on the art of political counterpunch. Again, flags, mugs, like, you know, coffee mugs. Get it? Mugshot, mug. All right. So he is like the master at all of this stuff. Merch and everything. He's probably going to make a huge fortune off of it. This photograph, they, they the left went completely crazy because he handled it so well. Now... It is the face. This shot is what is going to get this man <laughs> reelected for president in 2024. It is. Anybody that saw this picture and knows about this mugshot, which is plenty. I mean, you you see how many hits. I don't even know what it is right now over on just uh, Twitter. But at Real Donald Trump has gotten so much traction from this whole thing. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go look and see what it's at right now. Donald Trump. Oh, that's it. Okay, let me me get it up here for y'all so that you have it. Because, all right, he has gotten, at this very moment, 258 million views with this mugshot. August 24th, 2023. 258 million views. It has been shared 470.3k hearts 1.7 million. Let me give him another one. Oh, I think I already had it. I think I just undid. Okay, now I liked it again. And I still don't have that X that Kat was talking about. Whenever I like something, it doesn't show up for me for whatever reason. See, that's what I'm saying. There's something really, really strange about this whole X situation. I don't have this X that everybody's claiming this now went from a heart to an X. That does not happen for me. But anyway... The left went crazy because he handled this so, so well. He took this and he made this an opportunity. It's not a negative. It's a positive. People are waking up as a result. And whenever a situation arises that allows him that he's got some game, let me show you. He, he shows you how to do it. He's got mad skills. So already you've got Trump uses mugshot for new never surrender merch. A whole line of never surrender. I mean, this is fantastic. So people are saying after this week between the, and this was last week, the Tucker Carlson interview, and then President Trump and his mugshot, can anyone actually beat him? Because he is number one by far. And then we're sitting here watching this really sleazy, slimy DC machine that is doing everything to cover up the crimes of Biden and his administration. You can't, even, you can't even compare the two. It's like good versus evil. You see exactly how they work. Well, he has raised already $7.1 million after that mugshot. $7.1 million after this. And when you talk about martyr status, when you talk about legend, when you talk about the fact that nobody is even going to go clo- come close, you see all of these people that are waking up to the fact that President Trump is a boss and he has been targeted. Here, here are just This some. is how I know most American people are robots, because how y'all
9: looking at this whole situation lets me know that y'all have no individual perspective. America only treats people like this when they feel like they are trying to show them I'm still in control. They're trying to embarrass him. He's a president. He has secret service like Charleston White said. He cannot go to prison. It's not going to happen, which lets me know this is about a form of control. They're trying to embarrass him and his team. They're trying to break him. They're trying to show him you are not in control as much as you want, and he's fighting back even more. That's the issue. And I find it weird how y'all want me to care about his taxes. Y'all want me to care about him groping women. I don't care about none of that it ain't got nothing to do with me everything that they're trying to go against him for is his private issues when biden is still president he's giving all of our money to ukraine the issues that american people have issues with lets me know why they treat y'all how they treat y'all robots
0: okay so just a little word and a shout out to the ladies out there let me tell you something this is our election to win we have got to use everything that we've got Because we have got so, we have got the power of this whole thing. This is how I see it right now. It is truly our game to win. So the more you can talk to your friends, et cetera, about what is happening, this is where we need to get the women on the side of President Trump. And it is not going to be an easy task, but it can be done. When you start exposing the Bidens, when you start talking about the Biden crime family, when you start talking about what they are doing with open borders, our neighborhoods, the crimes, the crime, the statistics, this is our fight. We are going to have to show up. We are going to have to, to change minds. We are going to have to do our thing. I'm telling you, this is where it's going to be won with women. So, that being said, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Get to work. Start talking to your friends. Start talking to your neighbors. This is our fight to win, for sure. Mama bears. Look at what the Biden administration is doing to your kids in schools and everything else. This is this is where we are going to prevail. Check this out. Blacks for Trump. They're going way too far. They don't fuck around and book where it's from. Every
3: real nigga got to go to jail at least once. Every real nigga. Leader- um, at least one time in this life they don't fuck around dude they don't fuck around they gonna find out dude because how you fuck you gonna lock up Trump? and that nigga win 2024 election you think that nigga ain't gonna double back you think he ain't gonna spin the block they all got like fucked up you think trump ain't gonna spin the block for the motherfucking crimes against humanity and shit like that Hillary and her files that she destroyed President Biden and his son Laptop. You think that nigga ain't gonna spin the blog? Boy, Trump win twenty twenty four lay suit, what that's y'all have, but y'all don't fuck around. This nigga play a and I'll play a checker.
0: <laughs> you got everybody talking. I mean everybody's watching this whole thing. They're going, what is going on here? But seriously, this is our this is ours to win. It really, really is. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It doesn't matter about your color, your race, your religion, your creed. You know that he is being done wrong, and you know that this is a political move. And you know what? If they're able to get away with something like this, our country will never be the same again. Because that would make two two different times where they were able to steal an election and get away with it, all from election interference. We cannot allow it to happen. Absolutely not. So here we go. We've got even more here. Ramble rants. My now, why you say is she a boat rigger? The fatty only make my lead bigger. My
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike.
5: She a rigger. The fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Down girl, go ahead, sit down. Fanita thought, always at the beauty salon With a baby Louis Vuitton Under her underarm, she said, talk to Waka Flock, I could really do harm, for a case I got a lot. I could blow up your spot Like a bomb, but I'm looking for the one Have you seen her? She went and put my whole Team under subpoena, diva Friday, Felicia, poor kids And charge gonna Donald Trump and for bullshit, indict Gucci she made And chase her for some fame, she think it's All a game, for rap with no shame She get up on TV, and you all know Her name, if you're playing Fulton County, then you better get paid, you know why Cause the D.A. corrupt Yo, from what I heard, Fatty got a baby by Mondo And Luma said she got a trap house in a condo She don't care whatever said, long as she cop, though Now why you say is she a boat rigger? But Fatty only make my lead bigger Now why you say is she a boat rigger? But Fatty only make my lead bigger, my lead bigger. My lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead, get down Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, down, girl, go ahead, get down. 13 counts, 13 counts She getting paid pound to pounce a deck for 13 counts I know somebody paying thought to charge whoever he says Another DA in the pop and handle all of his biz. You will see her at the pork house, call her Fatty Willis Charge another rapper cause you know she out to get us She even charged her president if you could pay the money Election interference done, deal for the money She walk around looking like trap with the money She got a new week, got light pole with the money, money If you ain't no pump, holla we want D-Trump we want d truck, yeah It's something that you need to have Cause when we get revenge, we gonna kick some ass Thirteen counts, thirteen counts I Got, got paid for lead. every count traded yes, to bank accounts Now why you sayin' she a boat rigger But fatty only make my lead bigger my Now why you sayin' she a boat rigger I'm in But fatty only make my lead bigger Get down girl, go ahead, get down Get down girl, go ahead, get down Get down girl, go ahead, get down
1: Get down, girl, get down.
0: Isn't that just awesome? Oh my gosh. But that's exactly what's happened. Complete legend, just absolute legend. I mean, you have got President Trump now, and everybody is seeing him in this light. I mean, you want to talk about a complete opportunity for, for President Trump just to show everyone what he's up against. He's got more support now than I think that he had in 2016, but it's going to take all of us to win this thing. It really is. All of us working overtime, and we can do it. We absolutely can do it. So you've got President, the uh, President Trump post-indictment poll. Donald Trump holds enormous lead over all GOP rivals in Georgia. Ron DeSantis, slide continues. What a shame. What an absolute shame for DeSantis. I mean, he has got more problems now. He would have just been able to walk into this thing. And he listened to rhinos just all around him, every single one of those donors. See, the difference is this. President Trump is a billionaire. He cannot be bought, okay, and he hasn't been bought. He cares about this country, and he cares about protecting its sanctity, its future, the people in this country. DeSantis is so young, and he has got all of these different donors that are nipping at his heels, basically saying, hey, what can you do for me? If you can do this for me, look what I'm going to do for you. Millions and millions of dollars. Um, it would have been a walk-in, and now it is a walk-out. I don't know if he's even going to be elected for dog catcher after all of this. Not in government anyway. I mean, it's really sad. But, hey, you know what? You make these decisions. He should have known better. But President Trump is closing in on 60% of support by, uh, among likely Republican primary voters in Georgia and towers over the rest of the field, according to a poll taken after his indictment in Fulton County. By the way... Phony Fanny Willis is completely fundraising off of this. This is how she plans on funding her campaign. It is backfiring, as you can see, in a spectacular fashion. She is in, I I don't know, I I don't know what she was promised in all of this. I can only imagine that there's going to be an investigation on her as well to see who really put her up to this. But it's another Soros-funded situation. And this is what they use. And this is why he was so interested in the DAs right this is why going after political opponents hey it works in all these other third world countries surely it can work here too so he's winning and not only that he's beating Biden so that whole little argument where they were saying hmm you know oh he can't win he can't beat Biden the only person that can beat Biden is is one of these other candidates not the case. And that's why they are doing everything that they can to make sure that he's not on the ballot. That's not going to work. You're not going to be able to use that amendment against them. The 14th amendment it's not going to happen. President Trump is going to be on that ticket. He is going to be our candidate. Now, everything else that is going going on, we're just going to have to fill in the blanks, okay? Now, we're going to have to just share articles. We're going to have to use Trump truths. We're going to have to use, I mean, whatever it is that we can, can do, great. Post it. Get it out there. We're going to have to be the campaign. We're going to have to take it up amongst ourselves because we know the RNC is not going, they do not have us back. We know that. It's up to us. We don't have a party anymore. As far as I can tell, look at what's up there right now. If we did, they would be doing a lot more than they are and have done. Nothing is the answer. So people like Scott Pressler, if you can support him, I know that his account was hacked just on Twitter as well. That got away from him and he now has it back. But this is the thing. We don't know what all we're going to be faced with. All I know is, is it's going to take us to do it. So yes, the Trump-Tucker interview, and President Trump will remind you of it himself several times. He's even compared this interview, how it basically doubled the Oprah Winfrey-Michael Jackson interview when that happened. You've got this going on. President Trump is loving it. Absolutely. He's getting it. He has beaten these records the publication tucker tweets of the full interview it reached 260 million you know what i don't even know what it is over there right now but i know that that interview alone and this was right at the same time as the debates oh my goodness sakes you want to talk about the networks and everybody else they broke the rules with this whole thing and it was absolutely glorious So here it is, episode 19. I'm going to give you the actual number right now. Tucker Carlson. This was episode 19, Debate Night with Donald J. Trump. It is at 263.8 million views. It was shared 851.9 thousand times. It was retweeted 231.4 thousand times. I'm going to go ahead and retweet it again just for good measure and then you have 64.3 thousand comments look at this look at this you want to talk about the world watching yes they are they absolutely are watching this is huge for us this is absolutely spectacular and this is because of the work that you all are doing so i i would like to make a request if you don't mind going over there and also retweeting that interview again on tucker's page that just makes them crazy just do that for me for the weekend just let them sit and stew and see that interview all over the place it just makes them nuts All right, so I want to thank everybody for joining me today. I had a wonderful time with all of you. I also want to let you all know I appreciate you more than you can possibly imagine. I got more, even more birthday presents in the mail over here. Um, I, I just have to, you are all just absolutely amazing. Renee McCurry, you are something else. Her She has got the most fantastic salsa. I know I've told you about it. I'm trying to get her to sell it. She won't. I'm trying to get her to sell it because it's so good. I crave it. So I just got a new package from her. Fritos, scoops. Thank you, my darling. They are wonderful. I'm going to have some people stop by this weekend. And this, everybody's been asking me how they can get it, where they can find it. I'm like, my house only. <laughs> So I've got that. And that has been so much fun. Then Mother of Pearl, she sent me this beautiful candle and I cannot wait to light it. You know, you are just so all of you are so sweet. I have got just the greatest support team ever. I mean, when I say that you all are like family to me, I absolutely mean it. Redheaded Eagle too, and just me and the dog. Let me just tell you, Cinderella has her slipper and she is thrilled I love it it is on my little vanity this this beautiful box this beautiful card all, all of this is just meant the world to me mother of pearl it has been reminding me chin up princess or the crown slips I've had more fun with all of this and all of you you just make my day you really do this is can be a very tough thing to do every single day and it's just little moments like this of just the chat room listen to what you all have to say comments all of your involvement Your sharing you're just getting to know you it just means the world to me because in a lot of ways I'm kind of in this crazy bubble over here in Hollywood and so it's just really a a strange kind of situation and I'm able to connect with like-minded patriots like you and you truly are my family I cannot thank you enough for all of your support in everything that we've been doing together so Thank you for that. You you give me a reason to keep fighting every day. So Burrito Boy says happy Saturday, gems, And then I have Brian J. Collar, USSO, and just gave some celebratory little hellos. I guess that was a birthday. Thank you very much. Zoe Brandt, here's a little something to help upgrade your servers. <laughs> keep up the good work. I know. Isn't that kind of fun? Oh, it looks like we had some... Trolls in there today. Message was removed by moderator. Isn't that fun? Okay, so we have trolls. Wonderful. That means we're doing something right. We're over the target. All right. So Kimber uh, Tucson is saying mods rock. Yes, they do. We have a lot of. Oh wow, there's a lot of them in here. Ooh, we were getting hit today. Had no idea that that was going on in chat, but that's kind of fun. I mean, you know what? I like that. That means we're doing something right. Laurie A. Young says, prayers of strength, clarity of mind. <clears throat> Good luck. And restful sleep for you, Jules. I know your plate is beyond full. Love you. Oh my gosh. You know what though? I'm telling you what. This is the most satisfying job, I guess you're going to call it. We're going to call it now because that's what it is. Six days a week, all these hours. Yeah, but it truly is. I feel like we're making a difference. I feel like we are going to be what changes the course of what's happening to our country. I believe we've caught it in time. I really do, but we, it's going to take us all and we're going to have to work non-stop in order to do that. Oh, I have a little side story for you. Let me just go through these and then I'll tell you one last story before we go. Pinecone 55, vote DWAC shares now. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Um, Call 877-728-4996 or Truth at Alliance. Sean, do it now. Yes, I heard about this. This has to do with a lot of the silencing, the censorship and everything. Good. We're definitely checking in on. But I do have a funny little story. Let me just make sure I don't miss anybody. I cannot stand it when I miss somebody. It just kills me when it happens because I certainly do not mean to miss anybody ever. But all right. So, okay. I I don't know if it's because of Anthony Oliver or yeah, if, if that was the case or what have you, but or Oliver Anthony, the musician that came out of nowhere. But people were asking me and they have been asking me, hey, do you have any, you know, musical experience all right I guess it's because I have a what some people say is a pleasant voice all right I don't think so I don't even leave messages on my friends phones because I don't like the sound of my own voice but anyway so I was talking to my dad and if my mom ever found this out okay you all know that she is in a coma induced state so he's really talking out of school I guess I kind of caught him at a weak moment but because so many people were asking me and saying hey you know you really need to explore that okay I I don't think so but anyway I did ask the question and I said do I have any musical people you know that I'm related to in my family is there any kind of because a lot of people say oh you have a very melodic voice all right so I get this story out of my dad okay and it goes like this like I said if my mom knew that he shared this with me it would be over for him in like two seconds flat but here's the story apparently I have a great great aunt or a great aunt I don't know I never really I I never met her that I remember at all but anyway so she was a concert pianist like really really good like fantastic you know top of the charts whatever and she played the organ for the church all right and this is in mississippi in a very small town and she was doing her thing and they were so thrilled that she would get up there and she would play for the church that was you know what she would do every single week and she was phenomenal well all right the problem was she was caught nipping Mm -hmm. having maybe a little uh, cocktail before she got up there she was doing her thing and then poof one day she fell off the bench so I don't think that they really encouraged most of us (laughs) that was the end of her playing the organ at the church and I don't think that anybody in my family really uh, really you know got us to do that at at that early age in life because yeah she had one too many hottie toddies I guess so anyway that's the big story dad said if you ever breathe a word and hear. Here I am telling all of you. So if he has the show on, which he probably does, and she's probably listening and she's furious right now. So if anything, maybe we've got something going on over there. (laughs) But that's my story of the only musician that I know in my family in my past. Yeah, she fell off the bench while she was playing. So there you go. You've got a little bit of that. All right. So anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your weekend. Remember, we are not doing the show on Monday. Kat and I, we're taking the day off. So I'm going to have two days in a row, if you can believe it. Yesterday I worked, but I worked on other stuff. I feel like I worked harder yesterday than I do when I actually do a show, trying to get the server done. All the stuff that I really do not like, the administration stuff. But anyway, we got all that behind us. I hope you like the new, um, the new closed captioning. All right, so I had a whole group of people that were just really following me around everywhere, just kind of saying, hey, I mean, they were like, you know, you got to get this closed captioning. Well, they don't offer it on Rumble. So this is a whole new thing that we're offering and we had to rig it. So I hope you like it. I hope it worked out. I, We'll see. I mean, I'm sure everybody's going to have a comment. But when it comes to that group that has been hounding me, I can now say we have closed captioning so we are an inclusive group we were able to get it done we worked on it for quite some time we had to really think out of the box on this one but we got it done we prevailed anyway so i hope you like that edition do not forget next saturday cash patel is going to join me on the show i'm so excited he's going to be here i'm already working on my questions i'm going to think about them even more tomorrow and the next day got a lot of things I want to ask him. Remember, he was was a federal prosecutor. He's very close to President Trump and Devin Nunes and all of them. He knows the inside scoop. So I'm going to try to sweet talk him and see what I can find out. Also, he has got a fantastic book out, Government Gangsters. And he had a really hard time getting that book published and getting it released, even though he wasn't even talking out of school. I mean, he was just repeating things that, that aren't even confidential but you know how the left is and you know how the government is and they don't want you talking about them so anyway you've got cash who is fighting the good fight he's just a great guy had him on the the show before he's got the cashfoundation.com you can actually get his book and everything I'm going to go ahead and put this up here for you so you can check it out government gangsters playing cards he's got the whole thing The Fight With Cash Deck of Government Gangsters. He's going to join me next Saturday. He's got his new book here. It has been, it's going to be released. And he is just working on so many different projects. He loves his merch. He's real good at it. He's having a great time. He's actually going to be in Oklahoma when we have the show. So he's going to join me from there. And I just can't wait to talk to him. It's going to be a great time. So anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. You be safe. You be kind to one another. And we will see you later. Toodaloo do. Bye.
6: a word to the wise the top dietitians in town insist the best source of vitamin C that can be is a lemon twist even the skeptic replies that here's a suggestion you can't resist a cool drink with ice is improved with some slices of lemon it isn't merely circumstantial evidence that the lemon is a highly healthful citrus fruit the most respected scientists agree with the physiologist that here's one fact you can't dispute why don't you open your eyes your psychosomatic ills won't persist it quickly Rabbit, you latch to the habit of lemon twist.